Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. KVJ. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ show. To start your morning. Kevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious V. So don't get her pissed. It's a Jason. Talks like a spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and stats. <laughs> so get ready. Here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ show. All right. What is going on? Hello and happy Wednesday. Welcome to the KBJ Show. How the heck is everybody? Good to see you all. Yay, happy hump day to you. Yes, I know. Big old (laughs) hump day today. Trying to get through it here. All right, well, we got KBJ TV. It is already up and cranking. If you'd like to watch us, just go to YouTube. Look for the KBJ Show. Speaking of KBJ TV, look at Kevin's shirt. Remember those paintings back in the day when we were kids? You would look at them, and if you looked at them long enough, it would make an image. A wizard would pop out. Yeah, or there'd be some kind of, I don't know, gingerbread house. You've got a shirt like that that I want to just stare for hours. Well, drink it in, baby. It's right there. You can go and stare and get mesmerized by my shirt. Another fantastic brunch shirt. Yes, it is. Yes, from the Express Collection. We we have a big meeting today, but I say we skip the meeting and go to brunch instead. No, I'm wearing this for the meeting, so that's the reason why. That's what you're wearing to the meeting. This is what I'm wearing to the meeting. Yeah. You know what? We all got our business attire. This is why it works, baby. This is monkey business. <laughs> All right, you can dial it up the shortcut kbjshow.tv to watch. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? All right, what you got on your mind today, Jay Bird? Well, I thought the witch said something pretty poignant the other day when she had said something along the lines of, I like looking forward to things throughout the week. And I, th- I think a lot of people don't do that enough. Even if it's small, even if it's big, whatever it is, you got to look forward to something on this planet. Am I right? That's why I love having a calendar. You are so right. Because I write down all the fun things coming up, and then I look in the calendar, and I'm like, ooh, that's going to be fun. Ooh, that's going to be fun. And it gets me all excited. I get excited about really dumb, goofy, stupid things. And for whatever reason, the whole dinosaur garden... Got me very excited. Okay. It kind of happened on a weird night. It was right before the Halloween party, and <laughs> I felt like I didn't have enough think pieces for the party. Okay. And I looked out in the backyard, and I go, dang, man, that, that place is empty over there on that side. And Twigs and Bigfoot from the Snack Pad said, dog, you need something big to go up there, like a dinosaur. And I go, 
holy crud balls, my boy sells dinosaurs, and then the whole thing kind of oh, just... Oh, I just snowballs. <laughs> yeah, and then it turned yeah. into this weird project with my friends and with my family that kind of turned magical. Something goofy on a whim turned into this awesome DIY project, and then the final piece finally came in last night. Okay. My family got together and bought me a pterodactyl. Wow. It's the one. That's how they go all in. Yeah, it's it's the one that's going to bring it all together, and I'm very excited. And the video will be done probably in the next week because the pterodactyl is going to take a little time to put up. But uh, I bring this up because yesterday I got a knock on the door. It's about 5:30 p. It's a mother and her two kids. Hey, Jaber, we're in the neighborhood. Can we see your dinosaur garden? Randomly. <laughs> really? Just out of nowhere, they knock on the door? Yes, and I felt dinosaur insecure because it wasn't ready yet, but I did let them see it. <laughs> <laughs> that is nice of you. But the point of this whole dinosaur rant is it's the small things in life. Get something goofy, get, get obsessed with it, and you'll see, you'll see yourself really enjoying life. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is fun. You do need to have a little side project, a nice little distraction, something that you look forward to. Something that invokes passion in you. Whether whether it's people get it or not, get get passionate about something. I think that's an exciting thing about life. Yeah, people don't have to get it for it to be valuable. People get all passionate about stupid things. Get passionate about something smart, like a dinosaur guard. That's right. <laughs> How big is your pterodactyl? You know what? I haven't even got it out of its Jurassic Park box. I would say it's the size of Kevin's head to his pelvic bone. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's the centerpiece. Three quarters of Kev? A little less than three quarters of Kev. <laughs> it's a decent amount. It's a good size. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> Does it look as good as Kev? Nope. Does not, not have awesome hair. Not a chance. Will you put a little wig on it and call it Kevin the Pterodactyl? You know what? I am open to making this thing an evolving. Just, yeah, I love it. I'm into it. <laughs> I'm into it all, honestly. <laughs> all right, Virginia, what do you got on your mind today? I think I have perfected a cornbread recipe. And I am so proud of it. And I really never did a lot of cornbread, but I bought that Jiffy mix. And, and I love doing this where you take like a mix, but you do your own thing to it. So instead of just adding eggs and water and making it like it says on the box, mm. I doubled the eggs. I added heavy cream instead of water. Okay. And then I put seasoning, and then I put a bunch of chunks of habanero cheese in it. And it is so good. Okay. I'm going to bring some in for you guys, and I'm, I'm really going to work on perfecting this cornbread recipe. Panda had some more last night, and he's like, this is the best cornbread I've ever had. Wow. Wow. That's That's... a big, because Panda loves his cornbread. Mine isn't like loose where it falls apart. Mine is spongy and moist and it stays together. There's no crumbs. Because I feel like you can go too wet. You can. Which sounds weird coming from a guy who loves wet food and you can go too dry. You absolutely Mm -hmm. can. Let's find that sweet spot. I think I found the sweet spot. I think this is my next new thing. I'm going to get really good at cornbread. And the cool thing about cornbread, you can do so many different little subsets of cornbread. I know. You can. I'm going to make a crawfish cornbread. You could do a cornbread type of crust for a pizza. Totally. Mm.
Why not? Kevin, oh the possibilities with cornbread. <laughs> not going to lie. The ideas are just kind of flowing right yeah, now. Yeah, free form. It's, it's Wednesday. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll make a cornbread-shaped pterodactyl. Oh, my. All right. Oh, uh, no, yeah. Okay, stop. Now she's just messing with you. Because if it doesn't happen, I'll be broken. I didn't yeah. mean to turn you on so <laughs> hard. <laughs> what I got on my mind here today, man... How did you wake your kids up? It is a challenge, man, when you want to get going in the uh, day. And that's kind of it because we got the whole crew. Like our family, we we take off, we go in the morning and, you know, kind of sometimes getting a teenager up and, and moving at a faster gear. It is a uh, tough thing to do. And so we're trying to figure that out. And I know when I was a kid... My mom, I think, she was a teacher, and she did not play. And so I do what a lot of teenage boys like to do. You don't want to wake up. She'd turn on the light and all that kind of stuff. After the third time my mom came in, she would come in with a full cup of ice water, and it would go right in my face. Ooh. And she was like, you awake now? She'd be like, you better get going. I got more where that comes from. She She's like, they're going to get bigger. Yeah, right in my face. she come right in, push, right in the face. I, I can say, looking back in my life, the only time I really, truly disliked my mother on, on a core that I couldn't mm. even deal with was when she tried to wake me up for school. Oh, yeah. No, it's tough, because you don't want to get up and go anyway. You want to sleep a little bit longer. You're a teenage boy. You probably stayed up too late anyway. And bam, there you go. So I was just kind of curious. Yeah, what is your tactic? Do you have anything that uh, you do? Because uh, we had that uh, struggle today, and we're like, okay, well, how you doing? I'm like, well, I don't know if you want to do it, Kim, but this is what my, my, what my wife did. Because I'm like, we got to just wake Cannon up earlier. And they're like, well, we are. We're trying. I don't know. I don't know if doing what your mom did is the right way. Her, I mean, other, her other plan was to just leave him and not have him go to school. That would be awesome for That's Cannon. not a good idea either. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Where is the middle ground? What do you do when a kid is just laying there and they will not get up out of bed? Got to readjust his bedtime. Shake him. Take away the. Uh, what are the kids playing these days? <laughs> <laughs> take away the phone, all the video games at night. Make him go to bed at eight o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> I think the issue is I go to bed early, crazy early, and so I'm not up to police things. So I think if I'm not up, then things go a little bit late. When Papa Bear's then, hi- hibernating. Yeah, so it's it's kind of tough because it's not an option. If I stay up, then I'm going to come in here looking like hell every day. <laughs> and you're, you're at the age, yeah. or Cannon's at the age where he's going to be staying up later <laughs> the more he gets older. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to go to bed at 9 o'clock. No. No, and that's, that's the way it is. That's really kind of the hours. You know, that's the thing that's tough is that you know a lot of times they're finding out now teenagers and adolescents their schedule is not really what the world has them in. In fact, they've right. even talked about doing schools where kids would be showing up at about 11 a.m. in the morning because they do better. They're not morning people. And so that's the challenge. Yet they're on a morning schedule. So they got to get up and get going. Level. Right. Yeah. It, it works against what their body is really biologically wanting to do. Well, that's the one time in my life being a teenager, I remember sleeping for about 16 hours nonstop going, oh, man, this is great. Yeah. You can sleep a lot when you're a teenager. No, you can. Deeply. Absolutely. It's it, it's tough to do. So, yeah. Do you, do you have a strategy? Because we've got to <laughs> ratchet it up a notch. 
So, <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm the one, I'm always at the door tapping my feet. I'm like, I got to go. Y'all hear that music playing. Well, let's make it fun. We've done a bunch of those KVJ wake up calls. Yeah. Let, let me have a plug in the electric guitar and, rawr, rawr, and wake oh, up. Oh, Jaybird wake up. Yeah, would why don't be you fun? start coming over in the morning then? Yeah. We should do that. The Jaybird wake up call. We'll go through five or six of the ones we've done on the air to Canon. Yeah, okay. Firecrackers in a metal <laughs> yes. trash can. I'm cool with it. Oh, I would love to wail on a guitar waking Cannon up. All right. Coming to my place tomorrow morning. <laughs> Let's do it, dog. <laughs> All right, it's done. My KVJ show. We're talking about what do you do to get that teenager out of bed when they just waltz? All right, figure out what we got to do. We got to get a little bit more giddy up in my house. Uh, Andre's on here from Port St. Lucie with a pretty interesting idea. What is your thought on how to wake up a teenager when they won't for school, Andre? Well, I mean, the kids aren't going to like it, but you keep some marbles in the freezer and then you toss them in the bed and no matter where the kid rolls, you can't get away from them. (laughs) 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 Second. (laughs) That's pretty good. That's better than ice water like Kevin's mother threw on him. Oh, yeah. It stays dry, you know, no no water, no mess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pissed off kid standing there like, what the (laughs) <laughs> I don't hate it, Andre. It's a good one. That is a pretty good strategy there. There you go. I'm have to go buy some marbles today and get all ready for tomorrow. Well, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, can you believe this? Teenagers are getting scammed more than senior citizens now. Oh, no. Right. It's crazy. You know, hey, Florida's always been the scam capital, and it's usually been because of our seniors. But now the teenagers are getting scammed. I like this hour. We're really going in on the teenagers this hour. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they won't wake up, so we're going to talk about them. Yeah, coming up here in just a second, I will tell you the four different scams they have that are targeting teens. And if you're a parent, you'll definitely want to know about it next. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. We used to always talk about your grandma and grandpa getting ripped off and scammed here in Florida. We got so many retired people here that they were a big target. But things have been changing over the last couple of years, and now teenagers are falling for more online scams at a higher rate than senior citizens. They say that the money lost by victims under the age of 20 grew over 1,000% over the last five years compared to only 390% for senior citizens. Me and Virginia have said it once. We'll say it again. Don't trust Instagram ads. It's a scam. Yeah, and don't trust people you meet on the internet when they tell you, oh, I'm your friend and I need to borrow some money, or, hey, I've got this cause, will you please donate? Just be more skeptical. Or your brother's getting a weird liver operation in South America. And you know your brother's not in South America. Honestly, I didn't know. (laughs) They say there are four different types of scams that are the most effective against teenagers. The first one is known as sextortion. It is plots against teenage boys where scammers will pose as attractive females on social media. Then they'll send naughty photos and ask for the same in return. And then once they receive them, they'll tell the teenage boy that if he doesn't send money, the photo is going to be sent to all his friends and family and posted online. That is so sad. It is because that's just going to mess with the kid's head in a massive way. It is. And I, I, the only thing I would say is if you really did do it, just own it up to your family. Just be honest with them. But this is why you never, ever take pictures of yourself and have them on your phone, on your email, anything. Never do it. 
But I, nude pictures don't belong in your life until you're the age of 21. And I agree with what the witch is saying. That's it. But that's all. I mean, good luck trying to put that genie back in the bottle. It's going to happen. Kids are going to do what they do. And you're right. I know. But I had the talk with Magnolia. Like, look, here's what's going to happen. Boys are going to ask you for pictures. This is normal. Boys are going to ask your girlfriends for pictures. This is normal. They're just being boys. Your answer is always no. Because because that picture will live on forever and it can be used against you and mm. it can be shared with school. It can be shared with strange, weird men on the Internet. Like you have no idea how far that picture can go once you take it. So don't take it and put yourself in that position. Mm, it's good awareness that every kid needs to at least hear, you know, the talk that you need to have with your kids. Now, it's so much different than the talk my parents needed to have with me back totally. in the day. Well, there's a new study that says a third of kids don't even care. That the fact that they'll, if, if you tell them you're being stalked by creepsters, like, yeah, I don't care. Because they're just so, they're being born in that world. At least that's what the study said. A third don't care. Yeah. Damn. So the other things that uh, people are doing to get scammed is student loan scams. You know, the government had announced that you could get up to $20,000 in student loans forgiven. And so now there's a whole bunch of fake websites trying to look like they're the Department of Education. They even have the logos and everything. Wow. And they get people to provide their bank account personal information saying, oh, yeah, hey, we'll, we'll forgive your debt. We're going to send you money for that right now. Just give us your bank account. Instead, they scam you and put you in worse financial situations. They would get me so hard, <laughs> yeah. even after you told me that story, they'd still get me. That's what they say. <laughs> the only place you should go is yourself. Go to studentaid.gov. When you go there yourself, you know it is legit. And, you know, one thing that uh, I've noticed, too, is whenever you apply for anything from a government agency, a trademark or a business or things like that, you will start getting scam emails right away from people with the same logos trying to say, hey, you need this extra protection or you didn't file it right. Click here to refile because it didn't take. And you have to be like, wait a minute. You have to really do kind of a deep dive. Things They're all are so tricks. Tricky. It's yeah. terrible. Mm -hmm. They say the third way that teenagers are getting scammed is online gaming players are using credit cards to make in-game purchases that'll help them win stuff so the scammers will pose as fake vendors and they'll send phishing links during in-game chats to make these purchases and the kids think it's coming from the video game yet it's a scammer that's just sending them a message oh. and if they click on it they will get access to all of your information oh we've probably changed our credit card 20 times because <laughs> there's always mysterious charges that come up we're like Kana, what's going on dude what is this so the Canon will, will use the credit card, and then you guys will get some odd charges that you know are not I can't real? even confidently say what the path is and what's happening. All I know is I will load up with $50 worth of items, and we'll be standing at Publix, and they'll be like, sorry, your card doesn't work. I'm like, again? <laughs> That's embarrassing. What's going on? Why does my card never work? That's so embarrassing. <laughs> what are we doing, Kim? I would be choking a kid. Oh, man. <laughs> That's too far. Uh-uh. You can't embarrass me when I'm checking out at Publix like that. And everybody in line thinks you're broke. And they say the fourth way that scammers are getting teenagers is through talent scout scams. Rocco got by that. 
Yeah, it's on Instagram and TikTok <laughs> primarily, and you will get a DM offering modeling and acting opportunities. And so they'll ask for a fee to apply, but of course there's no job waiting for you. Right. They'll request personal information too during your application process, and then they'll use that to commit identity theft. The other thing they'll do too, if you are a, a, a pet owner, that you're always putting stuff up on Instagram, but I used to do that with Chewy. I'd get all these messages. We want to have your dog be an Instagram model for dog model Net. And meanwhile, you know your dog ain't that cute. You better m- mind your tongue. Uh-huh. Rest in peace, Chewy. Don't you listen to that witch. But it was a scam. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there you go. So who would have thought that the teens are getting scammed more than the senior citizens? You're worried about grandma and grandpa, yet you need to be worried about that teenager in your house. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Crazy stuff. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, Seth Rogen had said that nobody has made a good high school movie since Superbad came out in 2007. Is hmm. that really true, though? Have what there not th- been any good type of high school movies He's in the last 16 years? About the high school comedy, because Superbad was amazing. Sure, when we grew up, they had them all over the place. There was Ferris Bueller's and uh, The Breakfast Club and 16 Candles. You know, our whole adolescence was full of these kind of movies but is he right or is he just aged out of the teenage movie i'll give you a couple suggestions and if you got some too you can let us know 877-979-WRMF what is a good high school movie from the last 15 years it's kvj his whole career launched in a teenage movie called super bad in 2007 And now Seth Rogen is saying that no one's really made a good high school movie since that movie came out. And we're talking 15 years. Is that really true? It was raunchy. I think that's what he means. One of those raunchy teenage comedies. I don't even know, according to a BuzzFeed article, that he's even right. Because they bring up at least 20 different movies they say are quality movies based on teenage life over the last 15 years to prove him wrong but my question and my thought was you know we always do suits gen z movie reviews looking at a millennial or gen x classic and then he gives a review i think maybe we need to find a movie and then we need to take it and watch and say hey how does old eyes like a new teen comedy or drama whatever it might be and then we can review it ourselves. Now, some of these movies, they suggest they do well on Rotten Tomatoes, so they have been reviewed by critics and also fans. And some of the ones to choose from include movies like Booksmart that was directed by Olivia Wilde. I kind of remember when that came out, and that was being billed as, oh my gosh, this is the new raunchy teen comedy. It has a 96 critic score and a 77 fan score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not bad. It's pretty good. You've got one called Lady Bird with Timothy Chalamet, the actor. It's got a 99 critic score, 79 fan score. Have you seen either one of those movies? I have not. I'm bringing up ones that I've not seen. One that I did see that BuzzFeed listed was Blockers. That was the movie that has Leslie Mann and John Cena in it. And there were some 
funny laugh out loud moments, but overall, I wouldn't say it was a good movie. In fact, they only give it a 51 fan score, 84 critics were. So the critics like that better than the fans. I did see that, and I did not like it. I didn't either. I agree with the 51. Like I said, a few moments made it uh, amusing, but it wasn't a good movie overall. They actually listed Spider-Man Homecoming, which I guess is fair because Peter Parker's a teenager. Mm, it's a Spider-Man and movie. Is in there. Damn, you know, you don't you don't categorize that. Okay, All right, we'll take that. Absolutely not. Right. That is a superhero okay. movie. Not only do we don't categorize that, we're kind of mad now. And I we want to fight that. your list. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's terrible, Kevin. Some of the other ones that they uh, recommend, The Edge of 17 with Haley Steinfeld. It's got a 94 critic score, 83 with the fans. You've got one called Dope that was produced by Pharrell and Sean Combs. Diddy. Did you know Diddy did a movie hmm. called Dope? I did not. I did not either. I knew he did, but I'd never seen it. Okay. It, what's the score on that one? 88 on the critics, 83 on the fans. Okay. Oh, that. It, you know what? I I saw some of that. That is good. That That's a good one. Okay. What I saw of that was good. Okay. That might be one to check out. There's another one called The Way, Way Back. There is Honor Society with Christopher Mintz Plasse. What's his name? How do you say his name? I don't know. I've seen the name before, but I don't know what the kid does. Uh, that's an 85 and an 80. There is also one called Easy A that has Emma Stone, Penn Badgley, uh, Amanda Bynes, and Thomas Hayden Church that's got an 85 critic score and a 77 fan score. So there are some out there. So I've got a list. If you guys want, maybe this weekend we can uh, grab one. I kind of want to see maybe Dope. Dope is good. Dope or Book Smart. I want to finish Dope. I did like that. Yeah. Either one of those two look like uh, the ones that uh, I've got. KVJ. I'm getting good uh, comments about Dope, Book Smart, The Edge of 17, and The Way, Way Back. So people in the chat room have uh, all pretty much given a thumbs up from the comments that I've seen on that. Somebody's asking about the Twilight movies, like saying, well, wouldn't those count? The only thing about the Twilight movies is the first one was made in 2008. So that was the year after Superbad. So that's just on the fringe. And I don't know if you would consider any of those great teenage movies. Maybe you would. And those could qualify. Mm, that's kind of that's like saying Lost Boys is a teenage movie and it's not. It's a vampire movie. Really? At the end of the day, it's a vampire movie. I I agree with him. Twilight's a vampire movie. Yeah, it's mm. teenagers, yeah. but it's not a high school movie. Okay, it goes beyond that. So Twilight doesn't count as a high school movie. Because, I don't think so. No, mm. the jury is in. Nope. Okay. The jury of two is ruled. Yes. Uh-huh. I was surprised, man. The ratings on the original Twilight aren't great. The critics gave it a 49, and the fans only gave it a 72. Because it wasn't that good, Kev. Yeah, I, I knew it wasn't. I thought it was just me. Apparently it's not. All right, so there's uh, some options for you if you want to uh, try out a movie. We'll post that up on our Facebook page. So if anybody's got any other endorsements on that. And you know what? Maybe we can actually take an endorsement from Suits and find out what he would deem to be a classic teenage movie from his generation and see how we like it. Good question. We always give him suggestions. It wasn't that long ago. He was a teenager 10 years ago. I wonder if he's seen that movie Election. You know what I'm talking about with Reese Witherspoon and and Matthew Matthew Broderick? Broderick. It's so good. I wouldn't say it's so good. I loved it. It's good. So good. (laughs) I I loved it. Maybe not so good. It's good. It's so good. So so good. I have never even heard of that movie. Wow, look it's at you. From, is it the one from, no, is it 2005? I think so, yeah. You old? Is it it's a, old. 
Okay, is it a... Oh, okay, the Matthew, no, it's 99. 99, it's even older. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was yeah, four, that's... so... <laughs> <laughs> it's got a uh, 92 on the tomato meter and a 79 in the audience score. Yeah, it's it's a cute, good movie. It's, it's a solid. good movie. You think I'd like that one? No. Okay. <laughs> I also loved High School Musical. I couldn't get into those oh, as a kid. It's so good, even, Suits. Even that one, that's old, too. I know. I'm old. What do you want from me? You're thinking High School Musical is from 2015, and then you look at the date. Okay, I do have a current one. Perks of Being a Wallflower. That is good, and that's kind of more current. There's another one with, uh, it's called Bye Bye Baby. Uh-huh. But I don't know what year that is. See, in my head, I think it's 2000. I don't know, 14, Bye Bye Baby. It's a good, really good movie. It's got a, a teenage element to it. Okay. There's a big storyline. What year is that? Uh, it says here, and I pulled it up, Google search, it says 1975. That's That seems about right. No, no, no. I pulled it up, and it says a baby registry. Bye uh, bye. They've got 1989. <laughs> I think I'm telling you the wrong title, dog. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm blowing it. <laughs> yeah, Bye Bye Baby, 1988. It's got Steve Carell in it, so it can't be that one. Oh, uh, okay. I'm giving you the. I'm giving you 2001. Something. Maybe is another. one I mean, that comes you made up. fun of my election, really. Bye Bye Baby is the one from 2001. <laughs> that's that's that, that's the Steve Carell one. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, not any of these movies even ring a bell that you guys are talking about. <laughs> we had you watch Ferris Bueller, right? Well, I saw that one I you, saw you beforehand. Saw okay, yeah, okay, that, good. It's tough to go through life and not see Ferris Bueller. Because that's, that's a, a classic. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have 16 Candles and Ferris Bueller under your belt, you're living wrong. Yeah, I've seen both of those okay, movies. Okay, good. So what would you say is a classic high school movie from your generation that you think we would like, Suits? God, I can't think of one movie that you guys would like. He's always been 37. Well, this uh, is the thing. Yeah. I, like your high school musicals and the movies that you mentioned, I had heard of most of them, but I didn't see any of them. I had no interest in seeing any of those movies. He hates people his age. Look <laughs> how mature not, he is. They weren't my kind of movies. I feel bad. I got like nothing here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am seeing this. What about Bring It On? What year was Bring It On? I remember yeah, when I that know. came out. I never saw that, though. That's he a, would hate Bring It On. <laughs> bring It On's a great teenage movie. I saw the South Park making fun of it. That's about bring it. Bring It On is that's way worse. 2000, dude. That's 23 <laughs> years ago. That's worse than High School Musical. Yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe I should just edit myself out of this conversation. Bring It Off. Bring It Off. Turn, turn It Off. Yeah, even the High School Musical that you mentioned, 2006 on that. Okay. So, and I think my wife was telling me they're doing a High School Musical reunion and they're bringing back the original cast. Oh, Zac Efron. Yeah, I, that's why I was kind of surprised. I'm like, you're going to get Zac Efron back? But uh, apparently Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens, what she's saying, Corbin Blue, Ashley Tisdale. Okay, okay. I love Sharpay. Bring back Ashley Tisdale. I don't yeah. want to brag, but I met her grandparents at McDonald's. <laughs> True story. Her grandparents are kind of braggers. They They're are. just telling random dudes in McDonald's, our granddaughter's Ashley Tisdale. We were doing a radio, a radio promotion. Nobody was there. I mean, Tumbleweeds was just crawling. And they walked up, our granddaughter is Ashley Tisdale. Well, that's awesome. Who's Ashley Tisdale? <laughs> Meanwhile, they were lying. Uh, one text here says, there is no such movie called Bye Bye Baby with Steve Carell. Damn. You know what? I, I am a, uh, I'm wrong a lot. Okay. <laughs> I would like to do a KVJ retraction. It was crazy, stupid love. 
Ah. With Steve Carell. I got it confused with another movie called Bye Bye Baby from 1989. Okay. okay. That one's from 2011. Crazy Stupid Love. And it, you know what? People are going to get me for going, Bert, it's not a complete high school movie. It's about a husband and a wife. But there's a big high school storyline. <laughs> oh. Uh, what a uh, turd. Uh, <laughs> Blame your boy. Kevin hired me. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible suggestion, Kevin. I'm so sorry about my dizzy friend over here. I, I don't agree with yeah. the word. Awful suggestion. Bye-bye, baby. Bye-bye. Yeah, you should send me home. <laughs> bye-bye. Time to go. Go to Kevin's house and wake up Cannon for us. <laughs> I would like to give a uh, shout-out to Karen from... Broward. She is a new listener. She said, I recently started listening to you guys like a few weeks ago, and I am obsessed. Oh. I love your radio station. I find myself tuning in every day, whether it's morning or evening. And if I miss parts of the day, I don't know whether I should feel old or not because I listen to a radio station. I'm 23, but what matters most is I find myself laughing with you guys and uh, love turning you guys on when I drive from Davie to Boca. Okay. Yeah. I know that drive real well. Yeah, that's the worst of the traffic, girl. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, nice to have you along for the ride. But I could Karen. give you the sweetest pizza map from Davy to Boca. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> the places you'd have to hit from Davy to Boca. Yeah. I could, but we won't have to do that right now. Mm. <laughs> it's, not, it's not been a great hour for me. Bye-bye, baby. <laughs> also want to say hello to Dom. He is a uh, new KVJ listener as well. He said, I found you guys one morning while scanning the channels. Oh. I'm so glad uh, you're all so great together. I'm glad I found you. You got a new listener for life. Thanks for making my day better. So thank you, Dom. Dom. And you're named after an awesome champagne. Yep. Appreciate that. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes, we had a little bit more of a discussion about whether or not Jaybird should attempt emptying a bathtub with a teaspoon. I came up yesterday when we were talking about how much would it take for you to do it, and Bird's like, I'd do it for a bit. Like, okay. Wow. How much time is he going to have to commit to this? I need to chase greatness. It's just in my DNA. <laughs> so if we had a full bathtub, on average, they are 80 gallons. How long would it take to empty that using a teaspoon? I got the numbers breakdown for you next. The KVJ Show. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yesterday we were talking about how much would it take for you to empty a Roman-style bathtub with a teaspoon. Now, it's not painful or wouldn't be challenging but it would take a long time and so the question is how much is your time worth 
Yeah, and I don't I don't think I have a Roman style. I've got a regular bathtub, which I'm assuming okay. we're going to be doing this at. But, I mean, at this point, a, a tub's a tub. It's, it's going to take a long time. Yeah, for the discussion yesterday when we started, we were talking Roman style bathtub. And so... Are you going to do it in your guest bathroom? Yes. That's a deep tub. That's deep. Okay. It's not like a regular, like, little uh, BS tub. No. It's actually very deep. It's not as wide as a Roman, okay. but it's just as deep. Yeah, I, I would say that would be the, the legit thing as far as for logistics of the camera and all okay. that. Yeah. So you would... can probably knock a little bit off these numbers then, because this is calculated for a Roman-style bathtub of 80 gallons. I would say you probably have 60 gallons going on there because his, his is deep. She's terrible with numbers, but I like her passion, so I'm kind of torn right now. I, hear I think you, it's yeah. deeper. I really, I really and how do it. I know so much about your bathtub? I don't know. <laughs> she, she's in there pooping a lot. In the bathtub? In the bathroom. Oh, okay. You're kind of forced to look I was at it. say. I love to make doo doo in his tub, uh. <laughs> it's my favorite. So if you're looking at the time here, it would take two and a half days or 58 and a half hours if you were doing 80 gallons, according to Nathaniel, who does our Do It B stats. Mm. Is that different than the numbers you sent me yesterday? I yeah. Th- okay. And I, I kind of like Nathaniel's math because he really broke it down a lot more. And he went into very specific. He showed his math work. If I did this at my tub, and we'll, we'll get all the dimensions so everyone knows what we're, what we're working with here. And we just kept the, the the YouTube going, and I did not leave that bathroom until that last was was gone. Yeah. Does that do well? Do people watch that? Or heck, no. I don't. I think your back might give out before you get to the end. Well, chasing greatness, you got to have a couple injuries. Yeah, that's of course. <laughs> yeah, I, that that is the biggest challenge. You're right. I'm not worried about my back. I'm worried about how low the numbers will be. <laughs> I think people tune in. Well, maybe you could say that if if we go under this many viewers, I quit. <laughs> that's a good point. I hate that either. There's an out. <laughs> But that's not. I will do it as long as I have 100 people continuously watching me. And the second I go under 100, I quit. Does that take the spirit away from the no, challenge? No, I think it's a, it's a dumb challenge anyway. So, I mean, you got to have a dumb out. Layers of dumb. Because otherwise you're talking, and, and this is two and a half days if you're doing the 80. So let's say maybe it's one and a half to two days because you're talking less than a Roman-style tub. This is not factoring in meals Fatigue, bathroom breaks, any other breaks, slowdowns, throwing your back out, all that kind of stuff is not factored into this 58 and a half hours. So you're realistically looking at it being 40 hours, a good day and a half to more. And the other thing, you go, oh man, play some music, get you through it. But then if I'm doing it on YouTube, copyright issues. <laughs> right. So I can <laughs> take you down for that. There's a lot of problems. I got to go straight up silence, I think. Or at least company. Maybe invite... Some people, my friends over, sit in the back. Yeah. You know, outside of the bathroom. Right. Have a little smoke screen in there. (laughs) There's a lot of things you can do. Do we believe in this enough? We believe in it. Okay. I believe in this. I'll have um, Denny's put up a KBJ TV poll. Should Jaybird a challenge or attempt to empty a bathtub with a teaspoon? Will people watch that? That's the question. You're Great right. question. You're right. Yeah. And Will the- people watch, yes or no? We'll, we'll see where the numbers are on that and see what uh, people think. Well, you made a great point. Kind of like that giraffe giving birth. You don't watch the whole thing. You go in there, you make a sandwich, you check out, oh, bird's still working on the bath. Yeah, it's, it's weird what people will watch and what takes off. You would think that's never going to work, and then you're like... 
That worked? Over, under. Why? You have to have 100 people watching at all times. If it, if it dips <laughs> over. If, if it goes it, under 100, that's done. the out. <laughs> So you have to tell people, like, hey, if you like watching this, go get a friend. Because if it goes below 100, I'm out. you got to call people and tell them. All right. Okay. Stay on it. Don't give up on me. I do like how you have a dumb out for a dumb bit. Yeah, it's right there. Okay, so we got the poll going on right now in KBJ TV. Go to YouTube, and uh, you can see it right there. People are voting. Would you watch Jaybird attempt to empty a bathtub with a teaspoon? We'll get the numbers for you coming up. It's the KVJ Dirt of the Day. It's the KVJ Dirt of the Day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that Dirt of the Day. Well, this is awesome. My fun computer just went completely black. Denny's is here to try to assist. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Do you need me to stretch? I think I, can, I think I have the first story memorized, but beyond that, ugh, okay. so annoying. Well, if you need any help, I got you whatever you need. <laughs> I got you, too. I got some Just tell me what you want to do. I got some wrestling news. So, um, we had heard the story about how um, Kim Pagula, who is the mother of the Pagula family that is the co-owner of the Buffalo Bills and the Buffalo Sabres, we heard that she mm-hmm. was, you know, in the hospital and had been there for a while, but we didn't know what actually had happened. But now her daughter, Jessica Pagula, the number four ranked women's tennis player in the world, Mm -hmm. is talking about what exactly happened to her mom. I guess her mom was in bed when the dad awoke to his wife going into cardiac arrest. Oh, wow. And so the daughter like races in. She had just taken a CPR class recently Mm -hmm. and she's like, I got this. And she starts doing CPR on her mom. They call 911. 911 comes, takes her mom to the hospital. And her mom is recuperating. And they say getting some of it back, but still dealing with significant issues. And the whole family pretty much says that it's because of Jessica, the daughter, and her knowing CPR. It was Kelly. It was her other sister that did it. Oh, Kelly. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sorry. That's all right. So, Anyway, sorry, um, the wrong sister I gave credit to, but uh, she's the one that saved her mother. How mm-hmm. cool is that? It, it is really cool. Again, it, it does stress that, and it also just talks about, one, how scary and how serious uh, this cardiac arrest can be because you know they say she's been dealing with significant expressive aphasia and memory issues, and that's where you just wonder with DeMar Hamlin where he's going to be because when you have an interruption to blood flow, especially to the brain, these are the kind of problems that can happen. And unfortunately, you know, they don't know if she's ever going to return the mother to the way she was. And they said, uh, we're just worried that she's not going to be able to be that person anymore with the many accomplishments and everything else that she was doing in her life. So. It sucks, but at least it she's does. alive. It is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's There's, so much better than having to bury your mom at such yeah, a young age. Absolutely. It's a good thing to know. And, and thank goodness somebody in that house knew how to apply CPR. Well, we had said that there was a fight that happened backstage between Quavo and Offset at the Grammys. And then they came out and said, no, 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 no fight happened. It's all good. We promise. But now I guess video has surfaced and a fight did indeed happen. And Cardi B got in between Quavo and Offset to keep them from fighting about this whole tribute to Takeoff. So it absolutely did happen, and I can't wait to see the video. Wow. Yeah, apparently she was yelling at both of them. 
and saying they were both stupid and to blame. I kind of agree. What kind of tribute is this to take off if you guys are fighting and not being inclusive of each other and mm-hmm. making drama? Yeah. And finally here, Post Malone has gotten very lean, and his dad has put it out there. Okay, everybody, don't worry. He's not on drugs. He's not sick. He's just getting healthy physically and mentally, so you don't need to worry. If you see Post Malone and you're like, oh, he looks really like he's skinny and sick, it's not skinny and sick. It's skinny and healthy. So there you go. Okay, good for him. And that's what's going on in your dirt. Okay, checking in with the YouTube numbers right now. Would you watch Jaybird attempt to empty a bathtub with a teaspoon? Right now, 54% say yes. 46% say no. These are pretty low numbers. I don't know if it's worth it then. If people got turned off by it. I say probably not then. Yeah. Some people were saying, you know, hey, this could be a world record Wednesday attempt. Quickest time to empty a bathtub with a teaspoon that uh, you could go for. No, I want people to like the goofy challenges. I don't want them to be like, oh, it's lame. Oh, it's yeah. awful. I mean, 50%. Half of them hate the idea. Yeah, oh, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. Did you tell us what you'd be wearing? Oh, well. Will right. you be in the tub? <laughs> Will you be wet? Uh, (laughs) Those were all my ideas. I wanted you in the tub, Mm -hmm. in a Speedo. That's how you make it sexy. That's true. That's true. (laughs) You know, probably somebody is going to get bored this weekend and empty their bathtub with a teaspoon. (laughs) Well, good for them. Just just know half of your friends will not like it. Send us the video. Mm -hmm. Got a couple of celebrity birthdays today. Cecily Strong from SNL, or formerly, is 39 years old today. Vince Neil from Motley Crue is 62 years old somehow. John Grisham, the author, 68. Mary Steenburgen turned 70 years old today. She was an elf. A couple other movies that you love oh, and cherish. Oh, I love her. She's great. <laughs> great and curb your enthusiasm. She's so solid. Stepbrothers too, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nick Nolte also is 82 years old today. Also got a happy birthday to Josh. You're the best dad and husband around. We love you. From Laura, Lily, Hayden, Rizzo the dog, and Meow Meow the cat. Got a 20th birthday to our man boy. Thanks for driving all the way down from Pensacola to share with your moms. We love you, Bubby, from Mom Biscuit, Jacoby, and Amelia. And uh, you got a family photo there on KBJ TV. Oh, Got a birthday, want to shout out, send us an email, mail at kvjshow.com, M-A-I-L at kvjshow.com. The KVJ Show. Well, are you stressed right now? Five minutes ago, you should have been. They say that the most stressful time of day is 7.23 a.m., Really? Is that when we play Do It, Bitch? Because that's when I'm most stressed. No. <laughs> that's 823. <laughs> yeah. Is that, it has to do with school and parents and rushing and getting to work and all that. Yeah, I think it's just with everything that uh, hits at about that time. It's being stuck in traffic. It's maybe you spill something on the carpet. You wake up late. Yeah. Oh, I saw it happen on Saturday. Sweet Dennis is driving and he accidentally hit something and poured coffee on his ankle. Well, so, you know when you're driving? I was holding the cup in between my legs while I was driving, right? You got in an accident? No, I, I stopped at a light that turned red abruptly, and my coffee just spilled all over my ankle. Aww. It shot off from... It was then, terrible. Then he spilled it again on his leg. 
Well, so later I was drinking coffee and I bumped my arm on a chair and I spilled it all over my wrist. Like You've been hanging out with the bird too much. <laughs> I had like a second degree burn on my ankle from that the coffee. That spilerosis is contagious. Right. <laughs> Sounds like it. They say 33% of Americans are stressed every day. Seems low, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're lying. They're lying, yeah. man. <laughs> All right, coming up here in a couple of minutes, will Bird be stressed about the world record attempt he's about to put on? Fastest time to put on a T-shirt inverted. Now, last week he challenged Virginia and lost. So who's he going to be challenging this week? And will either one get close to the record? 3.1 seconds is the time to beat. We will find out coming up on the KVJ Show. The KVJ Show. World Record Wednesday. Gotta give your best. World Record Wednesday. We're greatness today. All right. Last week, Jay Bird challenged Virginia to a world record, and she beat him. It was uh, putting on the most underwear in 30 seconds, pairs of it. So today, Jaybird is going to be going after the fir- fastest time to put on a T-shirt inverted. So last week, it was the lower half. This week, it's going to be the upper half. And I'm in the mood for a Denny sandwich. <laughs> so wait, you're going to be upside down? This is not an easy challenge, by the way. We both have terrible upper body strength. Ah, uh, Okay. Lower body ain't so great either. Some would argue it's worse. (laughs) (laughs) This is not easy, though. When I saw this being done, this was a very nimble kid who had a T-shirt that was laying on the floor. It was kind of rolled out so you could see where the hand holes are for it. He started doing a handstand, walked backwards, put his feet on the wall, and then put both of his hands inside of the armholes of the shirt and then lifted the shirt up over his head and then when he got upright it was on. He did that in 3.1 seconds. Ugh. My my girlfriend that works out like she's training for American Ninja Warrior did this one time and I tried to do it. I failed miserably. She barely did it and she is in the gym like it's her job. So is this your Braveheart speech for us or... <laughs> this is guaranteed failure. Oh. Guaranteed failure. <laughs> That's what you said Virginia into bring people down before war. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, one hundo. <laughs> She's not lying. This is going to be quite difficult, Kevin. We have to talk. We have to be honest about when do we throw the towel in? Now. <laughs> <laughs> move on. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, this would be a fun video. Yeah, I, I like falling video. I think, I think 30 seconds is fair. The kid did it in three. So wow. You know, here, here we go at 30 seconds. I think it might just be painful after 30 seconds. The kid did it in three seconds? 3.1. Yeah. And, okay, you know what? We talk about that guy who's got all of those world records weekly, David Rush. This is his kid's record. Oh. He's, he's bringing them to... Yeah. Nepotism. It's a family thing. It's a family... Well, he earned it. He's a Nepo baby. Yeah, he did it. He got video. It's legit. So that's that's how the kid did it. But it was a kid that... Looks like he can walk on his hands and has good upper body strength. Do you think we can do it? Not in a great time, but can we just get it done? No. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't Uh, think so. I mean, I'm with Kevin. Yeah, the, the key's gonna be that, that just the inverted part's gonna be a struggle. Any um any pointers? I mean we try we we studied the tape. Mm-hmm. Start smaller? What I think you would do, you roll out the shirt and then a lot of times they'll teach kids when you do a handstand, you wind up uh, putting your 
you know, feet up. I think I would just walk your feet up the wall. And then I would just try to get both of your hands inside the armholes of the shirt and then take each arm and work it up over your body and your head. And then you just kind of fall, let your feet go to the ground, and then you pull the shirt down. Lock your elbows. Don't let your elbows bend or you're done. Can can you get regular video, not for the, or just can you get raw video? For us, don't tell me how to live my life. Well, only because you're not going right, to. Right. I'm just kidding. I'll do <laughs> yeah. whatever you want. You mm-hmm. want it uh, just, old just, people way, vertical no, or horizontal? The, the new way. The yeah. new way. Okay. If not, yeah. You got it. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Well, I, I can maybe try to hold the uh, camera up a little bit and work right. it as well. Okay, so I we'll love this. Okay. Teamwork. Yeah, we want to make sure that great people can see both of our fat pockets. <laughs> fat pockets. And a great. 30 seconds we will put on the clock and it'll be over if it's not accomplished in 30 seconds suits do you think either one gets the shirt on he's going with a no virginia do you think either one gets the shirt on i don't think it's gonna happen i'm sorry guys but i I love (laughs) you okay all right here we go we're gonna see jaybird versus denny's trying to put a t-shirt on this is going to be inverted they're laying the t-shirts out on the ground oh. right now with the armholes exposed. Jaybird has <laughs> I, I just I feel exposed. Okay. <laughs> you have, you have sunglasses on could be a, a detriment to your task. Okay. Anybody want to do a shot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. Mm-hmm. I'm so in. Okay. <laughs> Fellows are all ready here. Peace unity and a nice hug. To start things off here, Jaybird versus Denny's. Okay, fellows, on your mark. Oh, oh boy. Get set and go. They're in position. Okay, all okay, right. Nobody's falling to... yet. Yeah. Keep all those right, elbows the... locked. Okay. Camera's Denny's on. is close. Okay. Jaybird right. is getting it up, but okay. not on. Yeah, Jaybird has got one arm extended. He's putting his hand through it. Oh, You're halfway through. Denny's, Denny's got it. did it. Oh, very nice. Denny's got it! Actually did the work. Wow! Bird is down on the ground. And technically, Bird got it done as well. Under 30 seconds. How about that? Denny's looks like you did it in just about 20 seconds. That was so hard. How you feel, Cupcake? That's amazing. Oh, my God. Uh, that was rough. Wow. So I got snagged because the pressure, the weight of my arm on my shirt corner, I yeah. couldn't pull it up. But if I had gotten my hand in there cleanly, I feel like I could have got it up a little quicker. That's really impressive. You guys did a lot better than I thought wow. you were going to do. Both of you did a really great job on it. Both of you under 30 seconds. Denny's did a little bit faster, so Denny's is going to get the head-to-head win. And his is way smoother. Mine kind of, the ending was not good. <laughs> yeah, you went down hard on the ground. But hey, Den- give me some. Denny's wow. was, was kind of graceful and everything. He's great. Was, the champion. I was just unbelievable. I'm, 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 I'm so winded. Gobsmacked. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, World Record Wednesday got a new resurgence, yeah. my friend. It is. Okay, so Denny's has got his first win. He goes to 1-0. and Jaber drops to 0-2. And, and they both need to go lay. Oh. Yeah. No one ever said I was good. Yeah. Didn't say you're good, but hey, you got it done. That is a win in my book. Very nice. All right, coming up here in just a couple of minutes on the KVJ Show, it is Super Bowl week, and we're going to hear from Betty, who is telling everybody to keep it down for Super Bowl Sunday. She doesn't want any kind of noise. She wants to be able to focus on the big game. And, of course, it starts a fight. KVJ.
People fighting online, losing their minds So we read the crazy crap they write and have a fun time Well, get ready for this week's digital drama Got a Super Bowl fight coming up here in a second We're going to start off with Tracy's post here She goes to social media to complain about how her creepy neighbor is taking secret photos while she lays out. (laughs) Turns into a little bit of a fight here. I will play the role of Tracy. We will have Virginia playing the role of Linda Bird, can be Megan, and (laughs) Denny's will be Andrew uh, here in our post. Okay, so here we go, starting off with Tracy. I just found out that my next-door neighbor has been secretly taking pictures of me while I lay out in my backyard. I am so creeped out right now. OMG, that is awful. You need to report this predator immediately. Why are men the worst species in the world? (sighs) Like, for real? I caught him looking over my fence with his camera. I'm not calling the cops. I'm having my boyfriend, Travis, handle it. Okay. Good. Travis needs to teach this creepster a lesson. Your neighborhood needs to feel the wrath of Travis. <laughs> uh, don't you have an OnlyFans page, Tracy? Don't people see you naked all the time? Hold up. <laughs> Preach, Andrew. Yeah, Tracy's showing off her body any chance she gets, and now she's surprised and butthurt that her neighbor is objectifying her body? Give me a break. You're attention-seeking, Tracy. Yeah, it's not illegal to film somebody out in public. Tracy don't care that people see her naked body all the time on her OnlyFans page. But now it's an issue? Shaking my damn head. She's just another thirsty wannabe model doing the devil's dirty work for oh, him. No, look Linda, out. did you eat pen chips as a kid or something? <laughs> You're like really stupid. Her neighbor is looking over her fence and taking pictures. That's not being thirsty. That's being a victim. And by the way, y'all, I just talked to my boyfriend, Travis. Don't worry. Some street justice is about to be served, and I am so here for it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, post was deleted about an hour later, so thank you for doing the screenshot on that. They can just bring that into court. Yeah, Travis, this is all the evidence they need to convict. Yeah. (laughs) Because I whacked out news story right there. Yeah. (laughs) All right, this post is all about the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. Betty is telling everybody they need to keep it down. So exactly why is everybody fighting then? I will play the role of Sydney. Betty is going to be played by Bird Virginia, you are going to be handling Trinity's role, and then we will have Denny's be Lou. (laughs) If you're going to have a Super Bowl party, please keep the noise down. I really don't want to call the police. Or you could just mind your own damn business and stop being such a miserable Karen. There's no need to be rude. I ask politely for you all to keep it quiet. Having a Super Bowl party doesn't give you the right to break all the rules. Last year, the nose almost gave my cats a heart attack. No. They have a heart condition. <laughs> yeah, I thought the Super Bowl happened in January. When did they start playing in February? Man, I'm out of touch with sports. The Super Bowl is this Sunday, and I have the cops on speed dial. Only halftime show y'all be seeing is the jail cell. Ooh, Last uh, year, someone ran over my plants, damn it. I'm not playing this year. What's your problem, lady? Why do you have to be such a thought face? <laughs> the cops don't care about your stupid complaints. I'm daring you to call them. 
Don't worry, y'all. My boyfriend is a sheriff, and this Betty chick is off her rocker. We can get turnt and get crazy. My sheriff boyfriend told me we can do whatever we want. <laughs> well, thank you, Trinity. <laughs> I'm getting a bunch of kegs and chicken wings. Everybody in our block is invited except for that negative stick in the mud known as Betty. Let's go Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you all have fun in jail. (laughs) Betty. (laughs) Everybody's fun. Thank you very much for all the posts. If you ever see anything entertaining that you'd like to hear us act out, just do a screenshot because a lot of times they are deleted. And then you send it to mail, M-A-I-L, at kvjshow.com. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, we finally started playing around with that chat GPT. That is the artificial intelligence that people are going in and using for all different things, from doing reports to writing letters to doing things for marketing it's crazy all this thing does you just type in a request and it does it for you You could write out a movie script if you wanted to you know you sent me a few things that i've I've got some notes about it i've got some one was really good that you sent me Mm -hmm. one was really terrible that you sent me okay all right so we got uh, a couple things to check out here in fact uh we're going to put um jaybird up against chat gpt this is man versus machine I believe. Are we still doing this? Yeah, you'd sent it to me. Like I said, there's some issues with one, and then there's one that's kind of amazing. Okay. All righty. So are we doing the Bigfoot love song? I think no. that's the wrong one oh, to do. Okay. I would say the, the, the fart sad song. See, when oh, okay. the Bigfoot one, what it did was it, uh-huh. it took the verse and then it would take the chorus and mix the verse and chorus together. Oh, really? And then the second verse was the same verse. And oh, it was kind of a mess. The fart one was... You think it's better? Was well, It was different. It was, it was beautifully written out. Okay. All right. Beautiful, huh? <laughs> well, you'll see. Okay. Farts are beautiful. So what does it sound like when you do a song on ChatGPT? We'll try it out coming up next. So often we make resolutions that are unrealistic. Would you like to make one that you could actually stick with to improve upon yourself and have a better looking you at the end of this year? Well, you could just straighten your teeth, get them nice and straight. As an adult, they do start to go crooked again. And Dr. Angela at Palm Beach Orthodontics, she knows how to straighten adult teeth. She has got clear braces or clear aligners and hey, Half of her clients are adults. So if you want to book that consultation for a resolution you can keep, just go to palmbeachorthodontics.com. It's the classic tale of man versus machine. What will ChatGPT be good for and what will it not be able to hold a candle to when it still comes to humans? It is kind of scary that you do have artificial intelligence out there that can write almost anything. We're talking about love letters, poems, songs, contracts people are using it for, term papers. In fact, it became such an issue with kids using it to write papers for school that now ChatGPT is trying to work with educators so they can start to see some of the telltale signs if somebody tried to write their report through ChatGPT. So it's pretty amazing stuff. And the one test I put it to was I said, okay, could it write a love song about Bigfoot? And what do you know, Virginia? It just starts going and typing out a love song. Oh, a love song to Bigfoot. To Bigfoot, yeah. And I actually had the idea because remember years ago, Jay Bird penned out his My Sweet Sasquatch, which was a love song to Bigfoot? Yes. It's later because towards the end, we do make love. 
Oh, okay. Towards the end of this. you got to watch the video. It's layered. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a spoiler. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, here's a little bit of Jaybird doing My Sweet Sasquatch. Bigfoot has a gentle soul. Oh, and a spirit that you can't control. God's magic pumps through Bigfoot's bloody veins. Thank you, God, for making Bigfoot. I'm hearing Sasquatch screams. Because I'm having Sasquatch dreams. I wish I could stare in your Bigfoot eye. I could get lost in those eyes. My sweet Sasquatch. Okay, how about that, Virginia? My sweet Sasquatch. That is just pure lovemaking music. That is. That is. It really is lovemaking music. It is. <laughs> so what I did was I submitted the words to Jaybird to see, okay, when you listen to the lyrics, because this is a competition of lyrics, not of playing in melody, Virginia. Gotcha. That was a studio version. Okay. What do you think? This is what ChatGPT wrote as a love song to Bigfoot. What do you think? Who did it better? Jaybird's pure passion, the man or the machine, the chat GPT. All right, Bird, let's hear a little bit of this uh, love song. She's rough. Okay, yeah, just uh, work it out. These are some of the Bigfoot lyrics. Bigfoot likes it rough. Yeah. Wandering through the forest, I heard a rustling sound. My heart began to flutter Couldn't believe what I found Then he stood a legend In the flesh, fur and grace With the eyes that sparkled bright I knew I found my place Oh Bigfoot, you're the one I've been searching for With your gentle giant heart I could love you evermore From the fountains to the rivers You roam wild and free Oh, but you by my side Makes me feel carefree Okay, Virginia, what do you think? That is what a computer draws up when you ask it for a Bigfoot love song. I don't hate it. I thought it was a good performance. That was a great performance, no yeah. doubt. Well, you you were telling us during commercial that you didn't love it. I loved it. Well, I can't, only because I just got it and I didn't have time to work on it. Really, oh, I so. thought it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, well, verse two, Bigfoot. No. <laughs> I will have uh, suits put up a uh, poll. We're going to find out man versus machine. Who did a better love song for Bigfoot? The man Jaybird, as he wrote out his, or the Chat GPT, the machine. They wrote out a love song for Bigfoot. Now, this is the one that Jaybird thought might be a little bit better. It, you could even have it write a sad song about farts. So we just typed that into the chat GPT <laughs> and said, hey, could you give us a sad song about farts? And it actually dialed one up, which is pretty unreal. <laughs> you, so I haven't really worked on this one at all. Do you want to try to give a little melody to yourself? Oh, I, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll try to jump in here. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell me if, if the melody hits you. Okay. Yeah, that's heartfelt. That's heartfelt. Yeah, fartfelt. In the silence, they sneak away. The farts, they steal my breath each and every day. Memories of laughter are now long gone. 
brings a tear to my eye, but they carry on. Oh, my sadness, it's all I know. With farts, it's a constant show of sorrow and pain. They never cease in the sadness. I find no peace. They linger in the air and they won't depart. These farts, they pierce right through my heart. <laughs> That's without any practice ever. That's just <laughs> trying to figure it out using the lyrics of Chat GPT. That's just raw, baby. Do you want to try it? Did you think that no. it wrote out a beautiful, sad song about Farts, Virginia? Uh, yeah. Are you, was, impressed, uh, are you impressed with this, what this computer's doing? Or do you feel like, eh, I don't know. I've been moved by everything you've done. I mean, moved? You mean like bowel movement? <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked it all. I yeah. think Kevin kept on. He's a very emotional singer. I am. I, I thought he was about to say something. I was throwing him sing- a lot of rhythmic curveballs over here. I did. That wasn't easy. That wasn't easy. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, anything else? You want to try any more? <laughs> I think it's going to be interesting just to see what uh, people see. In fact, I was thinking about doing something for Valentine's Day coming up on Tuesday. We're going to give you the chance, if you want, we're going to be doing some of the love poems from the chat GPT. Oh. Because they will write those up as well. And I don't know what you think about some of them, but um, I typed in one for the Mexican queen. And amazingly, it wrote up a love poem for my wife. That's awesome. Yeah, just boom, like nothing in it. I, I'm, you know, I'm not a judge of poetry, so I can't really say. But I didn't think it was that bad. Didn't you kind of have a poetry run when you were like 17? I did, and it was terrible. <laughs> but I mean, this is like plenty that you could put in a Valentine's card. Yeah, and maybe even just a few lines from a big poem that the thing writes for okay. you. But I had a very interesting conversation. They go, it's going to get to the point where they go, that you say something like, send a nice message to Kevin. And it's going to just automatically send a nice message to Kevin that I really didn't write, but it's going to appear that yeah. I wrote it. The, I don't know the, if I like This that. is what we're dealing with. The possible insincerity of society. All I said was, will you write a love poem for the Mexican queen? I said this to chat GPT. What do you think about this? If you got this, Virginia, here is the poem that ChatGPT wrote. Okay, I'm going to put myself in the mind of your wife, Kim, the Mexican queen. Okay, let me see what we got here. Do I need Will uh, she like this? Do you need peaceful music? Um, I think I might have something over here. You better make it good, because um, she is not a fan of stupid. She don't have a lot of tolerance for that. It better be good. Oh, Mexican queen, your beauty shines so bright. Like a sun-kissed desert, where day turns into night. With eyes as warm as cocoa and hair as black as coal. You're a goddess among women who steals my heart's control. Your grace and strength, an inspiration to all. With a spirit as fierce as the cactus, standing tall. Your smile is sweet as agave, your laughter a symphony. In your presence, I feel alive, and my soul sets free. I mean, what do you think of that? I mean, I mean that's passion. Look, it's hot. It's heat. It's not. I mean, it's not bad, and I can completely cheat, <laughs> and I will, because I'm a cheater, and I'm going to send this to the Mexican queen, 
for Valentine's Day on Tuesday. I just saw Puss in Boots in the theater over the weekend with Rocco. This totally sounds like something Puss in Boots would say. Right. And he is sexy. Right. That's what it wrote up. I love it. Well, just to let you know, when it comes to love songs for Bigfoot, we did a poll in the KBJ TV chat room, and right now, the man still wins. Okay. Bird, yep. <laughs> okay. 72% of the vote, the man over the machine. So the he's, legend. God, if you God. want a love song for Bigfoot, <laughs> still go to the man that has all the passion. It's the KBJ, of the day. It's the KBJ, of the day. Take it away, because you know we need that dirt of the day. Well, a fourth accuser that worked at ABC Television with T.J. Holmes has now come forward to say, okay, you guys should know he did it to me too. The woman who has been identified as Sasha, which is such a hot name, Mm -hmm. Sasha, says that T.J. basically treated her like a throwaway object. She says, look, this is just the culture. This is what they would do. Good Morning America execs would prey on young female colleagues. And these female colleagues were there working long hours. They felt pressure to have affairs with the senior members of the team. And we're told this is just what happens. She revealed that her affair with TJ began when she was 27. The year was 2014. And they were working overnights together on uh, ABC. Now, it should be noted, because I looked it up, he got married in 2010. So he was very much married in 2014 when he began hooking up with this 27-year-old colleague that was definitely under him on the totem pole and the bedroom. That's your problem. Yep, that's That's your problem. problem. You can't do that to underlings, and especially if it's like a culture that everybody participated in and knew about. And like, no, no, no one's going to let that fly. There's probably so many more Sashas that have the same story, but maybe don't want to come forward and ruin their lives with it. But you can't do this. So I think ABC did a good job of not having TJ come back. But I think he got a huge payday to walk away. So the dude's kind of winning, actually. It's it's reinforcing bad behavior, and he will get more gigs. He probably has a podcast already. Yeah, I'll tell you, podcasts don't really pay that. <laughs> podcasts do no. not pay that. Great. In my experience, I've lost money on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, continuously. Uh. <laughs> LeBron James had a big night last night. Did you see? He He is now the NBA's official all-time leading scorer, surpassing the record that was set by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the most points logged in league history. This is a big deal, by the way. This is a very, very very big deal. deal. Yeah, especially, you know, you always have that ongoing, who's the GOAT? Is it going to be LeBron? Is it going to be Michael Jordan or Kobe? It was kind of cool because it happened last night and Kareem was there. That's awesome, yeah. The one who set the record and he was, of course, congratulating LeBron. And that's just a cool emotional moment. Mm-hmm. Looking for James. He's got it. LeBron James, a shot in history. Aha. Uh-huh. And he ain't done. 
No, he no like he's he not. is slowing down a bit. No, he's still playing at a very high level. Timmy Sports needs that stuff. You, you need those kind of milestones. You need those storylines. Mm hmm. And finally here, talking about sports storylines, I know you'll like this one, Jay Bird. Uh, well, you'll be sad, but you'll be happy that it's included. Uh, WWE legend Jerry the King Lawler had to be rushed to the hospital. They say he had a medical emergency, and they believe it was a stroke. He underwent surgery. He's right here in Florida, and his friends are hoping he's going to be okay. But, yeah, they're asking for prayers and genuine good vibes. Send them the way of Jerry the King Lawler. One of my all-time favorite announcers. And if you remember the movie Man in the Moon with Andy Kaufman and all that, he's the one that had the battle with Andy Kaufman that that, that slapped him and did all that stuff. Mm. It's the king. Okay. And that's what's going on in your dirt. Don't, you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying I do, but I don't. I, I no clue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, no. Yeah, I, I can feel the whole uh, energy. I don't want to leave you hanging, but, <laughs> but she did just kind of <laughs> completely leave you hanging. <laughs> Sorry to you and Jerry. It's, okay. it's time for viral audio. So had your kids, had your wife. Double rainbow all the way across the sky. Ain't nobody got time for that. So what do you think about going into a dark room for four days? It's called a darkness isolation retreat. And Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, says this is what he's going to do when contemplating his future and where he's going to go or whether he's going to go play football somewhere else. It's four nights of complete darkness. It's a darkness retreat. I've had you know a number of friends who've done it and had some profound uh, experiences. It's something that's been on my radar for a few years now, and I felt like it'd be awesome to do regardless of where I was leaning. It's coming up in a couple weeks. It's a room. It's a little house. There's a two-way, like a little slot that they'll they'll drop in uh, some food for you. No music, no nothing. Just myself. Wow. Does that sound like that is a good idea? Or? It sounds like he's got too much money because you can do this at home in your closet and it's going to be a lot cheaper than going to a retreat and I'm sure paying them thousands. Yeah. He's got his own little place. I don't know if he's going someplace or he's going to be at his own It says it's a retreat. A place or... retreat. Retreat. Yeah. You have to say it like that. Retreat. <laughs> this is just how you know you have too much money. Yeah, I'm with you. Go in your closet and shut the door, brah. Yeah. So there you go. I guess we'll find out. Kind of like with the groundhog when he emerges from his hole. <laughs> Will Aaron Rodgers <laughs> see his shadow? <laughs> That's a great question. That's, a, that's what we're all going to be waiting for. It's going to be very exciting. <laughs> Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Okay, we got some makeup or breakup emails here. Uh, if you want to jump in on this, Virginia, you can uh, join me here in a few of these. I know we got this one right here is somebody wanting to know this is a violation of being exclusive, right? What do you think on this? The email says, I've been dating a guy for just over two months, and we decided that we'd like to give a relationship a shot and not let going out with anyone else ruin what we might have. We have hung out every single Friday night since we met, but he tells me that he can't hang out this Friday because he has to escort one of his friends to a fancy charity gala that she has. He says that she uses him as her plus one because it's just easier knowing that they're only friends and there won't be any weird romantic entanglements. 
I know he said this last part for my benefit so I wouldn't be jealous or feel threatened, but it didn't work. I don't care if there is nothing romantic and he has zero attraction to her. Being a convenient on-call date goes out the window once you are in an exclusive relationship, right? I didn't make an issue about it, but I am pissed. Do I stay silent, say something, or move on? This bother you? Is this a violation of what is called being exclusive? I think it is. Because if you're going to an event with this girl and you've always gone to events with this girl as a plus one, it's insinuating to everybody in the room that you guys are a couple. And now that he's exclusive with you, he can't play that fun little acting role anymore. Mm -hmm. It's not cool. I think so, too. I think if you agree on the terms that we are exclusive, that you want to stay away from things that send messages that you might be in a relationship with somebody else. And I know people can get all bent out of shape, but, you know, Ashton Kutcher, in fact, just did something which I think is admirable and probably something that a lot of people should mirror. He just took some photos with Reese Witherspoon at their Netflix premiere, and people are like, that's awkward. Even his wife said those photos are awkward <laughs> just the way you're standing there. He's scared to touch her. I, I, I understand it, though. I get it's it. real. And, it's real. And he said he wanted to avoid any affair rumors. Now, not everybody's going to be judged the same way Ashton Kutcher is, but I can tell you just how you live in your society and people know you, they will watch your body mannerisms and people will talk. Here's what Ashton Kutcher said as to why those photos came off so awkward. If I put my arm around her and was like all friendly with her, like that would the rumor <laughs> right. would be that I'm having an affair with her. Right. If I stand next to her, I put my hands in the, my pockets, so there's no chance that like that could be the yeah. rumor. The rumor is we don't like each yeah, other. Yeah, you guys hate each other. Yeah. Reese and I are really good friends. <laughs> We're really close. I don't have to defend he that. So if you are in a committed relationship with somebody, you wouldn't want to do anything where somebody might talk and think that you're in a relationship with somebody else. I was I was raised very old school. My mom was just if my dad would if my dad would be in a picture with somebody, he'd be the same way. You want no kind of weird thing to be able to be called out on. Mm-hmm. I, I get that only because I was raised by old school parents. If you're in a relationship and a deep relationship, mm-hmm. you do everything to protect that and not to make it look like there's other stuff going on. So she asked, do I stay silent, say something or move on? I would say something. Yes. And, and I think that's it. I don't know about moving on, but I think you need to say, hey, look, if you want this thing to be exclusive, here are some terms. And you're always OK. That's what a relationship is about. It's about finding out people's boundaries and then deciding whether or not you can live inside of those boundaries or not. And you're well within your right to say being in an exclusive relationship with me means you don't escort other women to formal functions. Yeah. Okay. And if yeah. you can't do that, then we can't be exclusive. Right. Why be exclusive? That's not being exclusive necessarily. Right. You only got one life. Say what you got to say. Yeah. Uh, Virginia, why don't you take the email to make up or break up? Uh, should this kill a second date? Okay. This one from this girl says, I went on a date with this cute guy the other day. We went to a place where you order at the counter and then they bring your food to your seat. Well, he got his food first and started eating right away. 
He didn't ask me if it was okay. He just dove right in. I could see if the food was warm, but we're just talking sandwiches with a side of chips. He was on his last few bites when my sandwich finally arrived. We sat until I was finished, and then we left. I was talking to my girlfriends about this, and they thought it was a sign that this guy should be just a one and done. He's cute and nice and everything, but I was going to give him a second date. Should I? Okay. This is a big deal. Jaybird, if you were on a date and she's digging right into her sub, yours hasn't gotten there yet. And by the time you get yours, she's pretty much done with hers. Does that bother you at all? Only way it would bother me is if already the date was going bad and she was annoying me. If Mm. I like the person, that's something I can, without a doubt, get over. I understand why people would be annoyed. And yes, technically, you should probably wait for the person so we all could eat together. But am I going to be butt hurt and get all upset about it? No, life is too short. Yeah. Th- there, there are things to get mad about. Right. Now, if she's done other things and that's the last thing you see her do, that's a different story. Okay. But if we're crushing on the date and we're having a yeah. good time, I'm trying not to let those kind of things bother me. Yeah. The older I get. Yeah, and as you realize, especially as you get older and it starts thinning out, and you're realizing there's a lot of toads out there, you may not, you know, judge too harshly on somebody that delves right into their delicious sandwich. Maybe early. maybe she's hungry. Maybe she came from a, a childhood where there was only one sandwich. And they ought to jump out and get the sandwich at one time. I don't know. It's a right. first date. Yeah, and uh, one more make up or break up email here. This is a tough one because it says in this email, I'm getting married in two months, but now I'm wondering who I'm about to marry. During a game of Never Have I Ever with friends, the question came up, never have I ever robbed a guy like Cardi B. My girlfriend drank and her friends laughed and then high-fived her. Hmm? So after we got home, (laughs) I'm kind of like, yeah, hey, what was that question all about? And she admitted that when she was in her early 20s in Fort Lauderdale, she actually drugged and robbed a few guys who came onto her at a few bars. She said they were complete creeps who deserved it anyway, and she thinks she's like some kind of Robin Hood or something. It was 10 years ago, so it appears to have cleared her conscience because she doesn't seem busted up about it, but now I'm just wondering who I'm with. (laughs) I never pegged my fiance as the kind of person who would do this kind of thing. And now I'm actually kind of horrified at what I'm about to marry. Do I need to rethink this? Drugging people? She definitely drugged people? That's what's going on here? She Drugged and robbed. She did. Drugged and robbed. These guys came onto her. She was out with the girlfriends in bars in Fort Lauderdale. These creepy dudes, they, you know, and maybe they came on way too strong. They wouldn't leave her alone. She's like, "Okay, whatever. Yeah, let's go back to your place." So she has something, she puts it in his drink, he passes out, she takes a couple Rolexes or his wallet and calls it good. Here's the problem with that story because this is what criminals do. When they, they all the investigations, they sit him in the room. Mm-hmm. They try to do as much as they, they can to look as human and as as great as possible. Yeah. They were creepy dudes and they blah 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 and they did this to me to kind of set the stage of they're creepy, they deserve it. If you're drugging people and robbing them, I can't believe anything you're saying. That means the beginning part of your story when they were creepy and painting somebody in a terrible light. You robbed people, you drugged people. I believe nothing what you say other than the bad stuff. The attitude on how they handle it now and what lets me know that this probably is something that her whole friend group did. Why did they all laugh and high-five her? 
they all knew. Because they, they don't, they they don't, they don't they, feel bad they about may it. Have, or they may have done the same thing. That might have been what her friend group did when they're in their 20s bar hopping in Lauderdale is drugging and robbing guys. I mean, you can accidentally kill somebody that right, way. That right. is scary. Yeah, that that's a tough thing to let go of. That's a massive issue where your attitude towards you having done that needs to be one of complete remorse and that I can't believe I did this. I feel so bad about who I was. I'm so glad I've changed. That's different. This doesn't sound like that. No, not because they're high-fiving. High-fiving and laughing. And that that question almost sounds like it's set up. Well, she's also... I'm, anytime she gives me a drink or we're hanging out, I feel a little woozy. Right. Like, is she carving me in my head? What's going on? Yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a breakup, right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. because they yeah. Don't, she doesn't care. Yeah, uh huh. I agree. Yeah, you got you got to be concerned about your fiance's character with that one. All right. Do you want to admit that you used to drug and rob guys? That's just what this is all about. It's pretty much a judgment free zone, but we might make some comments to your confessions. Don't speak for me. I'm I'm very judgmental. Yeah, he's going to be very judgmental. <laughs> you can text him into us though and remain anonymous so your name doesn't get blasted. Send it to us right now. Eight seven seven nine seven nine WRMF. We got your confessions next. It's KBJ. Okay, got your confessions rolling in here. 877-979-WRMF. 877-979-9763. I don't know if this person is being legit or not, but one person uh, just let us know as a follow-up to that makeup or breakup that we had a couple of minutes ago where this girl actually confessed in a game of Never Have I Ever that in her 20s in Fort Lauderdale... She would uh, drug creepy guys and take their stuff. Mm, that's scary. So, somebody said, I went to a bar in Fort Lauderdale 10 years ago. Oddly enough, I woke up the next morning naked in a random backyard. My wallet was missing when I woke up and I had to walk two miles home using just a towel I found. Well, it's oh. easy to call someone creepy when you're robbing and drugging them. It makes you look less of a monster. It just, it just does. It happens all the time. Yeah. So hopefully that guy leaves that girl and... Interesting to see exactly who her victims were and how they feel about that, even though it was 10 years ago. Got uh, some other interesting confessions. What kind of things are people doing out there in the world? It's a fascinating little look with your text. You can remain anonymous, sending it to us, 877-979-WRMF. One confession says, I told my girlfriend I have stomach ulcers and Crohn's disease. So I can say I'm not hungry and just don't feel well, but in reality, I can't stand her cooking. <laughs> Dude, that's a lot of work. Is now it? you got a fake Crohn's? Yes. Gonna... And don't you think if you work hard enough, you cannot be a sucky cook? You got to what you got to you got to switch it up. Okay, after she gives you a meal that you don't like, you need to give her helpful critiques. Uh-huh. Don't tell her it's terrible. Maybe just say, okay, maybe a little less salt or maybe a little more this. Like, you, you don't have to fake Crohn's. You know what I've learned? <laughs> it's, it's all about what people are passionate about, and that's true and, and near and dear to their heart. I'm just now getting in that cooking world, and I want to ask, hey, Virginia, did that taste good? Was it bad? Because I'm learning. Mm-hmm. But uh, someone like my mom who loved to cook, yeah. she took such pride in it. She would take, she would take offense if you didn't like it. Because she had such pride. She was too in it, if that makes yeah, sense. I, I, I get it. And if you have that attitude, it might be tough to critique somebody to help them get better. You can't critique somebody that's going to yell at you. Yeah, it's true. And are, are there some people, like, there's some people that just can't take care of plants. They kill them all the time. Are there just some people that can't learn to cook? 
There's a trick on, on TikTok that these ladies are doing to their men, and it's pretty funny. So they take a spoon and they put salt in the spoon, and then they dip the spoon into whatever chili, gumbo, soup they've mm. made. So the the saturation of the liquid is on top of the salt. They can't see the salt, but the salt is like heavy underneath. And they feed it to their man, or they feed it to their male children, and they say, what do you think? And it's so funny to hear the men that are scared to say anything. They, about it. they go, oh, yeah, it's good. And then you see, like, the dad <laughs> slap the son and be like, say it's good, say it's good. Say it's good. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Uh, this confession says, I woke up in the morning to pee all over our patio chair. We couldn't figure out quite how our 60-pound lab got on the chair to pee on it, so we had to look at the cameras and saw, hey, what do you know? It was me sleepwalking. Really? Yeah. That's the, how you found out you sleepwalk? The dog's in there going, Roger me. You're right. Poor dogs. Yeah. Dogs and cats get blamed for some stuff that ain't right, y'all. Yep. Somebody confessing, they said, growing up, I was secretly sleeping with all my sister's good friends. Whoa. Uh, Probably no secret. It always always comes out, Cam. Think so? Okay. Uh, This confession says, anytime I go to any of my in-law's family functions, I use my five-year-old as a nice distraction so I don't have to mingle. Hmm. I think a lot of people will do that. They'll use their kids as a buffer to not have to associate with a lot of adults. To go back on the other one, if you're going to hook up with your sister's friend, don't. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's all I got. There's a story there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I want it. I want it. I woke up to my sister telling my mom, you know, J- Jason hooked up with blah, blah, blah. What? He did what? <laughs> Chaos. Oh, I heard the whole thing in the house. It was, it was awful. <laughs> uh, this confession says, I'm only 24, but I'm already so exhausted. I feel like I can't catch up with life. That's a 24-year-old that feels that way. Dang. Yeah, honestly, it it is. It's legit. It's it's reality. There's so many people out there that are are just. They feel like they're holding on by a thread. Go get your blood work done because it could be a bunch of things too, making you sluggish that you don't even realize. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and it might 24, be 24. That, that is too young. And at any age, you can say yes to too many things as well. I think too, you have to probably have to, you have to be honest with yourself and say, "I got to make some adjustments. This is not the way it's supposed to be." We're not. We're not machines. No, you're a human. You have one life. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, this confession says, "I know my boss tends to like girls much younger than him. So the week leading up to the yearly review for my raise, I wore my hair in pigtails and made sure to smile. And I told him good morning every day. And I got a ten percent raise. Ten percent. It's a lot of work. Putting my hair in pigtails tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you think you can pigtail it up? I, I might get two percent. <laughs> this confession says I missed a huge deadline at work, and when my boss asked, I panicked and faked an anxiety attack. So they sent me to the doctor, and seeing no options, I carried on the deception, and now I'm on paid sick leave for depression and burnout symptoms. Wow. That's another person that's really having to stick to it. 
It's kind of like the person faking the Crohn's disease. That one's easier, the, the depression and anxiety. I don't feel I'm sad. Can we all have a little bit of that? <laughs> Every human walking <laughs> the planet suffers from some form of depression. Fight me. It's real. It's real. <laughs> this person confesses. They said, my wife had an affair. He bought her an expensive watch, and after the affair ended, she told me she had gotten rid of it. I found it. She didn't get rid of it. Oh. So what did I do? I sold it, kept the money. Hmm. Okay. Well, now we're in a whole tit for tat. Yeah, we are. And I'm not trying to live my life like that. No. Yeah, and here's the thing about staying with a cheater. It's always going to be in your head. And they may never cheat on you again, but now you're going to live a lifetime of stress and worry. Some people can do it and some people can't. Yeah. That's why for me, because I am the, the kind of person, I can forgive somebody. I, re- I really can. I would not be able to forget. As soon as you're 15 minutes late. Right. Are you at Jake? Every time Jake's you, house every, again? Every time you say you're working late. Yeah, you're thinking, okay, you're working late on Jake. Mm-hmm. You'll never be in a place of peace. And shouldn't a relationship be a happy place of peace? Look, yeah. if you're going to cheat on me, just lie to me really good. Just, just be good mm-hmm. as a liar. <laughs> be as good as a liar as Jake is in bed. Exactly. This confession says, I'm a dad of three grown daughters, and each of them secretly say to me, I know I'm your favorite. And I always tell them, yes, you are, but don't tell the others. <laughs> That's a funny game. That is. It's harmless. And uh, this dad confessing, he says, earlier this week, my four-year-old daughter asked me whilst we were getting changed after swimming, Daddy, why is your penis so chunky? I've never felt so flattered and horrified at the same time. <laughs> it's a weird place to be in. That is a weird place to be in. That's a compliment, though. I mean, Chunky is fat. <sighs> yeah, I guess guys are like that, but you don't want it coming from your four-year-old daughter. No, this that whole thing makes me feel weird. I hate yes. it. Yes. <laughs> He's a little conflicted. I don't like it. Put on some pants and get it together. Yeah. I don't think you can change in front of her anymore. This is weird. And uh, how about this? My dad and I have played rummy every weekend over the last year. I've never beaten him, and it's the happiest I ever have seen him since mom passed last year. You can't, you can't let him lose. Yeah. Gotta let him win, dog. That's it. Gotta let dad win. <laughs> Makes him happy. KVJ. Ow! There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked out news. People breaking the law. Ha ha, fighting in the nude. Ha, drunk people pooping in the street. I've got some animal news here for you. First off, it is an update. Remember those uh, monkeys that disappeared from the Dallas Zoo? Yes. They found the guy that took them. It was 24-year-old Davion Irvin. He has now been charged with six counts of animal cruelty, two counts of burglary, and was behind bars yesterday on $25,000 bond. He claims he's an animal lover, and what he did was he went to the Dallas Zoo and cut the enclosure that allowed a clouded leopard to escape. Remember, that was the first one, and they thought somebody was coming in and messing with the cages. Apparently, he wanted to take the clouded leopard, but only had time to pet it before the clouded leopard escaped to the top of her enclosure. Oh, my. Right. How do you, like, think it's a good idea to pet a leopard? I get it. (laughs) He's an animal lover, Virginia. I know, but, like, leopard, wild cat. 
you feel like you have a connection with the leper, and I, 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 I understand how this could happen. <laughs> he admitted to taking the two Emperor Tamarin monkeys after that and says that he took them on the city's light rail train after leaving the zoo. Wow, these monkeys went on an adventure. He then kept them at that abandoned house. That's where they found them in the closet. Yes. Apparently, he had a number of other animals there as well with fish food. They had gone missing from the zoo earlier in January, but they had not been reported stolen at the time. How bizarre. It really is. That was his whole thing. He was trying to empty out the zoo and put the animals in an abandoned house so he one could enjoy One by them. one and two by two, I'm going to empty out your damn zoo. Yeah, what That's the good. heck, man. Is that on the top of the dome? Yeah. I love it. Okay. <laughs> and uh, this is a crazy story. you got to watch and not let your uh, dog eat poo because one did in England and almost died this week. Apparently, the poo, they believe, came from a meth head. <gasps> oh, no. And they say if a smaller dog had eaten it, it would have died. And what sucks is you're gonna, people are going to start eating this stuff, trying to get high from meth poop. You know it's going to happen. That's so repulsive. I agree. Yeah. That might be a deal breaker. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely a deal breaker. You shouldn't be allowed to walk amongst us if you eat meth poo to get high. You're an animal. You are. I don't want to. No, you can't be here. But you know if people found out that you could get high from that, it would happen. You know that, right? It's so gnarly. I know. And a crazy twisted story that everybody needs to know about that uh, is happening here in South Florida and has for a while. Two pet horses were stolen and their bodies were then found slaughtered with the remains dumped in Southwest Miami-Dade. It's such a crazy story. And I had no idea this was going on. My girlfriend who runs Rescue Life, uh, Meg called me and her husband called me. They actually rescued these two horses years ago and rehabbed them and gave them to this family in Miami-Dade. This is their pets. These two horses were in an enclosure with a fence and they were loved and they were ridden and they were cared for like pets. So imagine somebody goes in your backyard and steals your, it's like they're two dogs, they're two horses, steals your two dogs, slaughters them for meat and then leaves their heads and and, and bodies in the canal two two miles from where they were mm -hmm. stolen. I turn it at John Wick up in here. This is a thing. People are stealing horses and murdering them and and these are people's pets. I would turn into John Wick and I could do that now because I've been taking YouTube karate and I, yeah. I, I do feel pretty. You I'm feel like you would get it. Ready for somebody to step. And, and My friends would love to have you on the task force. They want the governor to notice this and, and, and take this seriously and put a task force together to prosecute. Yeah, they definitely need to do something about it. Um, they say in the United States, 40,000 horses a year are being stolen and slaughtered. And you might say, who wants horse meat? Um, apparently, there are some people that do. Like, for instance, in Cuba, people believe that eating horse meat will cure things like AIDS and cancer, apparently. They have horse meat Monday. It's disgusting. This is somebody's pet. Mm-hmm. What the hell is going on? My friends, Rescue Life is the name of their charity, and they have put together $10,000 for information leading to the arrest of the two people that took these horses and murdered them 
Within minutes of doing it, the horses were slaughtered. And sometimes they slaughter these horses with a blowtorch while they're still alive. Can you imagine? No, it's 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 completely brutal. It's uh, inhumane. It's it's terrible. The whole story about it, and that's why just to create a little bit of awareness uh, that uh, this unfortunately is going on. Because yeah, they say they do it so quick, it's hard to catch up with them. It is illegal to slaughter horses for meat in the state of Florida. And listen to this: if you're stealing a horse, the punishment right now on the books in Florida is listed as death by hanging. But that is also listed as cruel and barbaric, so they won't do it. Right. So there's the loophole. Yeah. Seems like an old-timey kind of a, it a does. rule there. Death by hanging. Death do by do hanging. Does a state do that anymore? No, they don't. So this is how DeSantis needs to swoop in, and the FWC and whoever else needs to get a task force together, rewrite this law, make it punishable by something other than an archaic way, like hanging. I don't know. I can see DeSantis is going for a death by hanging. It's weird. not that they don't deserve it. If you do this to a horse, you do deserve death by hanging. Are we sure there's not one state that still has the death by hanging? Not to say they practice it, I but have it not may heard not of anybody be doing it. Okay. Because yeah. every now and then you go, oh, there's no way that would ever happen. Then you go into it and go, dang, they still have death by hanging. I don't think they would do that. Okay. All right. Yeah. But that's why the governor needs to look at it and make it punishable by a real amount of jail time, a real sentence, and go after these people. But in the meantime, if anybody wants $10,000 cash and they know who took these horses in Miami-Dade, call Crime Stoppers. It looks the last American hanging that was legit for, you know, the mm-hmm. death penalty, 1972. Okay. According to my sources, I'm about 38% right. All right. <laughs> Well, there's a passenger aboard a Delta flight from Orlando to New York that accused a flight attendant of telling his wife that she had a stupid face. Apparently, the couple had tried using a first-class overhead bin and had some issues with it and then had an exchange with the flight attendant while trying to get her help. The crew member replied, I don't care. Don't do it because I will turn this plane back and get you off. Don't press my buttons. The flight attendant then added, you're being rude, rude since the moment at the back. Thomas Todd is the husband's name, and he started then filming the video, and apparently the flight attendant got upset because he wasn't really paying attention to her doing the demonstration on the safety, and she said, you might learn something. And so that kind of got her upset. And then the flight attendant then looks at his wife, Jen, and says, don't look at me with that stupid face. Oh. And then Jen looks at her. And asks her what she just said. And then the lady says that she's from the Bronx and says, you don't want this. <laughs> you actually don't want the Bronx. Yeah. They come in hot. Here's a little bit of the audio from the video. I will turn this thing back. If you got the wrong one today. So I have you on video saying my wife has a stupid face. So I don't care. You're being rude. So I guess she didn't deny saying that his wife had a stupid face. I want to hear the audio from the beginning. Yeah. That's the great thing about these uh, audios. It's manipulated, and you don't hear mm-hmm. what happened in the beginning and what everybody said. Yeah. Well, the uh, husband said that the plane was returned to the gate. Several people were removed from the flight because the crew member felt unsafe. They were rebooked on another flight and upgraded to first class. And he said on Twitter that Delta asked him to remove his post so they could take care of us, but complained that he's still been waiting since November for the compensation they said they would give. Hasn't happened yet. 
There's also a couple in Tulsa that's waiting for their refund. They went to get two coffees at a Starbucks, and they wound up with a $4,444 tip. For two coffees? For two coffees. That's a little high. Apparently, I know Starbucks is always high, Yeah, but... That's, that's ridiculous. Apparently, what happened was the number four stuck on the tip button. Oh. Yeah. That's what they're uh, saying it is, at least. It was $4,444.44. This is a real <laughs> shock. We contacted their customer service helpline probably 30, 40 times that day. They assured us that they are sending new checks. But as of today, we still have not fully finished the situation. We still haven't received checks. Wow. And they had a trip to Thailand to see her sister. She hasn't seen in 17 years that they had to cancel because they don't have that money. Yeah, that's your travel money. Yeah, exactly. Dang, Starbucks. You better clean this up. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the hanging thing. I'm looking it up. I might. We might be wrong. I think New Hampshire still, you can technically get hung there, but they don't practice it anymore. Okay. It's still on the books. Yeah, I don't think anybody would practice yeah. it. I think it's still I think it's still there, though. I know, but that's why this needs to be something that the governor changes the books. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I'm just saying, it's still. we say there's no way any state has it. We're, we're getting called out. So. We have it. The hanging. We said we have it. Mm-hmm. We do absolutely have it. Yeah. But then it also says that hanging is cruel and unusual punishment, and it's not a way to take somebody's life. So it's like contradictory. It really is. Let's redo the law and make it punishable by an actual real jail sentence. Another uh, scam that is kind of going on here, or at least somebody wanting their refund in Dade City, garbage collectors took a family's outdoor furniture by mistake, threw it in the garbage truck, and drove off. This happens. Yeah, I think they were getting their house pressure washed, so they put everything out in the front yard, and the garbage people were like, okay, they took a glass tabletop, like throw that in there, Uh, four pieces of outdoor wicker furniture, that goes, two two antique rocking chairs, three window screens, all gone. The only thing they left was the welcome mat. That That sucks. It cost $915. So a spokesperson said that it was a mistake, happens from time to time, and they said the right thing to do was to cover the costs. Just don't know when they will get their costs covered. That is the big question. So there you go. And that is your whacked out news. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, we got some real or fake Florida headlines. Can you tell the difference? What do you think about this one, Virginia? Real or fake? Police say man with no hands and no legs is armed and on the run. (laughs) That's a great joke. Okay, real or fake? You'll find out next. The KVJ Show. All right, so are these headlines real or are they made up? We'll see if you can tell the difference here in real or fake Florida headlines. Got Virginia going up against Denny's here. Head-to-head little battle. Come on, D. Okay. Right here. These uh, Jaybird written. Yes, the ones that are fake are. Okay, you have to go into the mind of Bird. It's a scary place. I dialed it back. You you ain't going to break through this round. I dialed it back. It's hard. (laughs) So what do you think about this first one here, Virginia? Real or fake Florida headline? Police say man with no hands and no legs is armed and on the run. Real or fake? That feels like straight out of Florida. I want it to be true so bad. Show me true. Real it is. <laughs> that is so Florida. Oh, my wow. gosh. 
He probably lives in Lake Worth. I remember Kevin uh, talking about that. Yeah. You reported on that. Yeah, it's quite a story. <laughs> that guy's a star. Is he still out they there? They never caught him. No, no, I, I, I don't know. I need this guy in my life. <laughs> no hands, no legs. Armed, ironically, and on the run. Good for him. Good for yeah, him. Yes. I mean, I agree. go out in that blaze of glory, boo. Oddly enough, I don't want him to ever be caught. <laughs> Me either. That's, I know that's wrong. But... Hasn't he been through enough? <laughs> yeah. I've... I mean, bro has no extremities. I'm, I'm pulling for you, bro. I know he's wrong, but I am on his side. We're pulling for you because you can't pull nothing. Yeah. What about this, Denny's real or fake? Florida convict tased after licking jury members' face. Oh. Real or fake on that one? Gosh, that feels like Florida, too. Gosh, it really does. <laughs> licking face in a courtroom. Damn. Does that hold water? <laughs> I like how he's working it out. Yeah. We have to. Yeah. We, we take this seriously. You got the officer in there, and they probably, yeah, they probably would have to tase, right, to, so they don't oh, accidentally they shoot oh, someone. Bailiffs love to tase. They, that's, they're so much ready. Uh, I, I can see that happening here in Florida. So you're going to go with real? Let's do it. Okay, it's not. Damn. That one is fake. That one we is We just wanted fake. it too much, Daddy. I wanted it. But I bet if you dug deep enough, you might find a story out there that, that, where that's happened. Oh, I love it when it goes down in the courtroom. I'm sure the judge doesn't like it, but when there's chaos, that's awesome. What do you think about this one, Virginia? Florida man arrested for directing traffic while also urinating. <laughs> Is that a real Florida headline? Again, I want it to be true. <laughs> They're tough. They're tough because we've seen crazier stuff than that. Absolutely. I'm going to say it's real. You're going to go with real. You are correct again. That really did happen. Can I have the video? Yeah, I know. Sure, it's out there. It has to be. Denny's, what do you think? Real or fake? Florida couple trapped in Unlocked closet for two days. <laughs> Trapped in unlocked closet. Open the door. You know, day two, he's like, did you try the door? <laughs> what are they on? Yeah. Gosh. Real or fake? Getting locked in a closet for two days. Yeah. Unlocked. Gosh, I could see that happening. I could see that being a headline. I'm going to go real. Going to go real with a question mark. It is real, Daddy. Okay. Wow. The story on that, the cops opened the door. They didn't even open it. They go, uh, guys, hello. <laughs> they were, it wasn't Get locked. Us out. Yeah, Get they, us out. Were they on anything? Yeah, I believe they were. Uh, they had to have been because yeah. that's insane. Insane. Were, I think they were running from something and hid in the closet. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Was it a dragon? It was a dragon. (laughs) Put down the mushrooms. All right, Virginia, what do you think about this real or fake Florida headline? Florida man claims King Tut's ghost told him to burn down the Waffle House. (laughs) That's Real or fake? I'm such a fan of the videos on TikTok. When it goes down at a Waffle House. Oh, yeah. And it does. Oh, it does. Oh, it does. It's not a matter of, of when, it's a, how. Have you seen the one where the Waffle House chick catches the chair? Yes, it's amazing. They chuck a chair at her, yeah. Kevin. She catches, she, with one hand. Yeah. Just grabs it and then pushes it aside. Yeah. One hand? One she, hand. The guy throws the chair. She catches it with one hand sets it, and then goes Doesn't right back into arguing. Waffle yeah. House superhero. How do I not know about yeah. this? Oh, yeah, it's you amazing. need to get on it. You need to get on it. Mm-hmm. I don't think this one's real. Gonna go fake on this you're perfect so far and you're gonna stay that way virginia that is wow. fake. i came in here and i dominated your game <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Daddies, what do you think about this real or fake Florida headline? Florida principal arrested after kidnapping school rival's mascot. <laughs> Gosh, I hope it's true because I like the rivalry between these schools. It'd be great too, and the <sighs> fact that the principal is in there and got arrested. He's in on the prank, kicking yeah. it up. So caught up in it. I, yeah. I gotta go true again. I think that's true. Gotta go true, Daddy's. I want to I wanted it too much. <laughs> true, unfortunately, no, it didn't happen. Okay, Virginia, three in a row you got. Let's see if you can make it four with this real or fake Florida headline. Florida man calls 911 after his PlayStation stops working. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Those things are expensive. Hello, 911. And you're flustered after. You don't know what to do. You're trying to play Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> so you call a cop? <laughs> what do you think, Virginia, real or fake? I mean, you can't be that dumb, right? But again, it is Florida, so I'm gonna go real. <laughs> gonna go real. You're right again. <laughs> wow, really? Wow, yep. You're doing well. Nine in a row. Very impressed. Thank yep. you. Denny's. What about this? Real or fake? Florida man arrested for calling 911 after his cat was denied entry into a strip club. <laughs> you can't well, bring. You can't bring it to the buffet. To the buffet. Yeah. 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 yeah, we we already got it in here. Tons. Yeah. I'm gonna say that's true because I stand with the strip club. <laughs> You're gonna say true? That one is real. Okay. I can see that so going down. A guy all hopped up on something. Me and my cat can't get in. <laughs> okay, Virginia, for a perfect score in real or fake Florida headlines. What is this? Florida couple missing after allegedly buying tickets to Middle Earth. Uh, <laughs> Maybe they got there. The Florida couple is missing. Yep. They can't find them, and they had purchased tickets to Middle to Earth. J.R.R. Yep. Tolkien's you know, mystery world or yeah. uh, mm-hmm. fantasy Danny, world. Danny clearly knows about Middle Earth. Yeah. Huh. Fact or fiction? What do you think? Real or fake? It's weird. I'm going to say fake. You're going to say fake? <laughs> I per- don't know. Perfect score. Virginia got it. Oh, look at that. That is fake. <laughs> I got too weird. It's weird, though. I think they do sell trips to take, I guess it's in New Zealand, right? The mountains. You can do the exact hike they did to Mordor. Oh, no way. Weird, right? What the hell is that? It's where they're throwing the ring, Virginia. Hey, if you don't know, yeah, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> she don't know about that. But wow. yeah, I think you could buy tickets and do the same walk they did from, uh, is it Peter Jackson who directed that? Yeah, I guess is. it's the same trek they filmed on. Oh, wow. Yeah, weird, right? That's kind of cool. You're a big uh, Lord of the Rings Dressed nerd. like an elf. Talk to her about onion rings, not Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do love onion rings. Burgerfy has the best. They are good. Okay, Denny's. This will determine if you win the game or not. You're two for two, right? Or two for four, so you got half of them right. Final one for you, real or fake Florida headline. Florida man walks into stranger's home, removes clothes, and then starts shouting, five, six, seven, eight, grandma, grandma. Oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> that's such an odd story. Is that a real or a fake Headline. I guess I'm going to say real because it's so specific and insane. Grandma. That is real. Don't answer him, Grandma. Wow. He's counting and then he's yelling for Grandma. (laughs) Could you imagine waking up to that? No, it'd be rough. I would think it's my last moments. Me too. Wow. You have the right to 
shoot him. I think you have the right to do anything oh, yeah. in that case. Okay. He's good as dead. Yeah. He's he, he not going to get to the second grandma. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Coming up here in just a couple minutes, are sleepovers over? Hmm. Nobody doing it anymore, and if you are, should you stop? I'll break it down for you next. The KVJ Show. Since the pandemic, there's so many people I know that are trying to do their workouts from home. Hey, you cut out commute times and you can still get a great workout. But where do you get the great equipment? Well, there's Busy Body Gyms to go where you can get whatever you need. Treadmills, Stairmasters, ellipticals, even just some dumbbells. They got it from the brand names you know from your regular gym. Life Fitness, Matrix, Stairmaster, Precore, they got it all. And they will deliver it to your house, do the setup, and even do the maintenance. All you do is go online, gyms2go.com, G-Y-M-S-T-O-G. Geo.com. So are sleepovers over? Should you stop doing them or have kids already stopped doing it? I noticed my son Cannon doesn't do a ton of them. A few here or there, it seems like he will connect with his friends through the video games and they will be able to see each other or he'll be on you know, a chat with them and they'll be playing video games together, but not so much going over to each other's house, which I remember was always such a big thing when I was growing up. And now there are even some experts who view sleepovers as key for developing independence and flexibility in kids. But there are some that are saying, no, I don't think you should be doing the sleepovers. In fact, some have a no sleepovers role, uh, rule, and they say it's been gaining traction in some parenting circles for a while. The reasons being is some parents who are protective believe that sleepovers open the door for risky decisions, loss of sleep, as well as bullying or abuse, especially sexual abuse. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say I was abused because I was a teenager, so I went along with the party, but that's where I was kind of introduced into romantic touching, was on a sleepover mm, okay. by a girl that I was friends with's older brother. Oh, wow. And okay. it wasn't like he was, he was only like a few months. He was like, they were Irish twins. So, mm. but that's why I always told Magnolia. You can't do sleepovers if there's an older brother. And that became right. a rule in my house because of, you know, what I was exposed to. Look, I feel like anything in life, you can look at the terrible things of it. Uh, I'm sure, yes, there's terrible sleepover stories, but there's also good sleepover stories, too. And I think you can live in both worlds here and have a level of protection to where you can keep the, the kids safe. And how well do you know these parents that are yeah, exactly. watching the kids. Like, if you know them and you know their parenting style and it's the same as yours, great. If you uh, trust them. I'm just not a big fan of blanket statements of, do not let your kids ever sleep over at someone. Well, yes, you're right. If you don't know the parents and if there's a situation you're not familiar with, then there's some caution there. But to say it's bad, I don't know. Here's a psychologist telling you why he does not allow his children to do sleepovers. Sleepovers often provide the right opportunity um, for kids to get into things that are way over their head, whether they intend to or not. And so if my intention is for my child to have wonderful and close relationships with their kids, uh, with their peers, and for me to have a close relationship with my child, I'm going to make sure that they do that in a situation and time that is most likely to be profitable for them and less likely to leave them scarred with trauma from which they might need to heal for the rest of their lives. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. It's a 
That's a lot. That's a lot, Kevin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said some of the dangers include the temptation of technology to use when the parents go to bed. Kids get in trouble when they're together. And you could even have the parents going out of the house and hiring a babysitter. So what they recommend, if you are going to be doing a sleepover, make sure you do your due diligence. One, know the family, their dynamic, and their house rules before agreeing to the sleepover. Just don't turn your kid over to strangers. Duh. duh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> and know who's going to be there, too, because sometimes a weird uncle can just, like, pop in, and that's weird. I'm just saying, I went to, I was allowed to a few mm. sleepovers in my time, yeah. and I would say that was the best moments of, of growing. Patty Fitzgerald, who is the founder of SafelyEverAfter.com, recommends no sleepovers before the age of eight. So if you're in yeah. third or fourth grade, that's where you could start them. Because when you're littler, you can be more manipulated. Mm-hmm. And as you get older, I think you find your voice a little more. She said that kids also need to know what to do and say if they're put in a compromising situation. Kind of work over the script with them. So if they are caught with something that they're like, whoa, they're taken aback, it's awkward, they don't know how to react. If you rehearse that with them, then maybe they will. She said, make sure that your kid always has access to a phone so that they can call if something is not quite right. And also make sure you have a safe word so that they do call. They don't feel weird and they don't have to tell the whole story of what's going on. They can say llama, for instance, and you would know that something's up and go get them just when they say that. But everything you've just said, you could insert sleepover with kids going to the mall, kids hanging out too long. Mm. I mean, kids are going to. It just insert problem here. Sure, absolutely. So if you're looking at the precautions that are out there and what you can take, I don't know that I would be a shut down the sleepover parent myself, but I think that at least knowing the right steps is good. And if you're caught in the middle and say maybe one parent is okay with the sleepover, one is not, one compromise could be what they call a sleep under, not a sleep over. <laughs> what? Um, uh, Kevin, (laughs) the longer you read. What is that? (laughs) This is where a child will head to a friend's house for dinner in their pajamas. They eat dinner with the friend and their family. They watch a movie and play together. But then when it's bedtime, they get picked up. It's kind of like a nighttime play date without the chance of staying up late without supervision. And, you know, that older brother come in and introducing you to improper touching. And by the way, a lot of stories coming in. What about the older sister? That can happen, too. It didn't happen to me. It was an older brother, but yeah, Mm -hmm. all of it's possible. And you just need to be aware of it. This happens. Are you going to be freaked out and accusing people before anything happens? I don't think you should do that either. But if you don't want your kids introduced to stuff like this and you know the house is loose, they might get introduced to stuff like this. Yeah. Well, you could restrict your kid from sleepovers, but they're going to die earlier in life. (laughs) That's at least the story I've got for you next. So it's kind of a back and forth about how protective do I need to be as a parent? So wait, I'm molested or die? Yes. I don't don't have kids and this is annoying me. Yes. The KVJ Show. Well, there are some experts who are coming after the sleepover now, just saying you don't know what your kid's going to get into. Make sure you know the family well if you are going to do it or your kid's going to be in trouble. But now then there's another study that is coming out today where they're finding that children who have more freedom and get things like sleepovers have a better chance of living longer. 
So, you know what, Virginia, as a parent, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. (laughs) You are right about that. You just got to try to navigate the best you can and keep your child breathing. According to this uh, study they did, they said men who had an overprotective father and little freedom during childhood may be at a 12% higher risk of dying before the age of 80. But I know why, because you're just taking chances. You want to break free, dog. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's your right. When you finally get out from underneath the protective thumb, you go crazy you and then take, you harm your body. You may take bigger chances than normal. It's possible. And they say that women who had an overprotective father, the risk of dying before the age of 80 increases more to 22%. Really? For whatever reason. They also suggest that men who live with only one parent during childhood had a 179% higher risk of dying before their 80th birthday. 80. I mean, if I can get to 70, you're I'm good, going, huh? I'm going, man. You know, you yeah. had a great run, man. Yeah. The things you did. Count your blessings. Yes. <laughs> yeah, count your blessings. They say all these participants, though, were born in either the 1950s or 60s. It was a hard time. It just yeah. it feels like that was a hard time as a kid to grow up. All you had was like wood blocks to play with. Uh, just, your shoes didn't look comfortable. Just by talking to, to just people and looking at stuff, it, it feels like the 70s started to light up a little bit there was still some hard asses out there but it started to kind of melt a little bit then the 80s the helicopter parents started to come around and then the 90s i mean guys, forget about forget it forget about it it was all lost hell in a handbasket virginia yeah that's it coming up here in a couple of minutes we got an email from a kvj nation who wants to know how they can tell if their fiance is gay we had an email i think on the show last week where a fiance was accused of being gay before a wedding by some bridesmaids, and now there are other listeners of KVJ who are like, hmm, is my fiancé gay? I'll give you some of her thoughts on this and why she thinks he might be gay next. KVJ. Well, this is uh, kind of a tough question. It did come up in last week's Make Up or Break Up as there was a bride that was wanting to know if she should break up with her bridesmaids, get them out of the wedding because she saw a text thread where they were joking about her fiancé being gay in his fashion sense, and one of the bridesmaids showed her that text thread. I think that spurred on this email that we have here from one of our KBJ Nationers. Virginia, if you would read the email but leave out the name at the end. Oh, okay. That was only there for communication, yes. Thank you for telling me that because I just read the name and I would have totally read it. Sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. You know I'm like Anchorman. Yeah. So, Anchorman, (laughs) please do not read after the words, please help. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to blow up her spot. (laughs) This one's from Mary and it says. I'm about to get married, and I have doubts about my fiancé. He has very little interest in sex, and I thought maybe it was an ED issue, so I got him meds. But the more I find out about him, the less I trust him. He's very secretive about himself and his past. So in a desperate attempt to find out if I'm crazy or not, I reached out to an ex-girlfriend of his and asked her, if they had issues when they were together. Everything she told me about their relationship, it was this exact same way that our relationship is unfolding. The ex shared that she thought he was gay. And for a while, he was obsessed with a friend of his. And she even offered to bring that guy into their relationship because she was desperate to save it. 
He replied nothing when asked. Also, I had a conversation with the friend he was supposedly obsessed with, and he didn't deny or admit to anything about his sexuality. This relationship has really made me sick emotionally and physically. I'm at the verge of losing my job. Please help. This is... This opened my eyes to this last week when we had this makeup or breakup. How many women are struggling with this? I, I just can't even imagine this, that you would seriously be questioning whether your husband is is gay or not. But, man, the stories really started coming through. Sometimes you, y'all look at it too black and white. Sometimes some of these people could be bisexual. That's a thing, y'all. That, that, that's, he's true. That's that, right. We act like that's not a thing. That's a real thing. That is a thing. And... One person text said, well, if you're suspicious of your fiance being gay, why would you even consider getting married? You know, the one thing is there are so many different sliding scales of this. And, and how do you really know what is it? You know, there are some guys that have some mannerisms or they may be thin and neat and fancy dressers and all these kind of things. And I think it was like a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> but all you, you know, know, all that does it. That's not real. All that is just stereotypes of that makes people think one thing. That's not a real thing. Yeah, I, I love a gay acting straight guy because that's just the best scenario. And, I think right. And so you know, you're you're asking. Well, you know, if you're suspicious, there there may be other people that you know. Hey, it's anymore too. Things are so fluid that what is one side of the other? Now, I don't know. When do you know how to get out of a serious relationship when you're talking marriage because you just are suspicious and you can't get an answer out of them one way or the other? You just want somebody that's not going to do you wrong, that's not going to cheat on you, that wants to be. If you're you're getting married, whether what you like and what you're into, you hope you marry somebody that loves you and that's going to stay with you. That's what Mm -hmm. marriage is about, no? Yeah. Typically. She's, She's already got problems, even aside, and it sounds like, Part of the reason why she's wondering if her fiance is gay is because they don't have a lot of intimacy in their relationship. Well, if you are a person that wants intimacy and he's not giving it to yeah. you, it doesn't matter what the reason why. Agree. Right. You talk to him about the ED thing. He took the meds. That didn't fix it. There's your answer. Boom. You should not marry this dude. Sometimes we get so obsessed. Why, why, why? It ain't working. It, no. You're not getting what you need. Say la vie and let's not overthink this Go thing. to the bar and go find guys that are interested in sex. I guarantee you, they're there. Or just go, just get out of the situation. Your, your heart's not feeling it. And clearly he's not either. Sex is a big deal for a lot of people. You, you kind of need to be touched if you're in a relationship. Can I get an amen, Ross? Preach on, Jay Bird. Tell us about the touches you well, love. You mm-hmm. being in a relationship where you're not getting touched. Where is the fun in that? I can have a Denny's for that one. One person texted in. They said, "Yeah, I've been married almost 20 years, and all my friends think my husband is gay." So apparently, and that, that happens. part does happen. Yeah, I've seen people that are married, and I think the husband is gay, but he, he's not. And, and the the thing that's different here is from that text, your friends think your husband is gay this emailer she thinks her fiance might be gay but the problem is not that you think he's gay the problem is he doesn't want to have sex with you and you want to have sex with him exactly that's Mm. the issue and you have to just break it down to that it doesn't matter if he's gay or not he's not interested in intimacy with you if you care about intimacy he ain't the dude it's an odd thing how many people go through these kind of personal problems and they never bring them up to their mm-hmm. mate. 
It's, a, it's an uncomfortable situation. But I would say, what's worse, being having that uncomfortable situation before you get married or then marrying somebody and not having that conversation and then finding out something after? Exactly. Yeah. Have you, the uncomfortable you, conversation. You said you asked and he really wasn't, uh, you need to get that definitive answer. You need to say, hey, look, here's what's going on. Our lack of intimacy, intimacy. in our relationship makes me wonder if you are gay or straight and also your relationship with this other guy is questionable. I need to know, are you gay? Are you bisexual? Is there something that is going on here? Because we are engaged. And why are you going not, to get married. Why are you not attracted to me? Mm-hmm. Why don't you want to sleep with me? That is the question. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe I'm weird, but if I'm if I'm engaged with somebody, I'm about to I'm about to tie the knot and walk down that the plank. I am going to have no problem talking about everything we need mm. to talk about. I'll plank. And you if you can't to. if you can't handle my energy about yeah. me bringing up stuff, then we're probably not meant to be there. No, you're right. It's got to happen. You you should be having uncomfortable conversations before you marry somebody officially. And he sounds like he's got too many secrets. He won't even talk about his past. Like what's that? Trust me on this. You can lose a lot of years in your life by being polite. Yeah. So you need an uncomfortable conversation. Then uh, please email us back and let us know how it goes. My KVJ show. Kind of interesting just hearing how many women out there think they might be married to somebody that's gay. <laughs> it's just wow. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty insane, uh, the amount of texts that we got. And these are people saying, yeah, you know, yeah, I've been with a guy for many, many years. We don't have a lot of intimacy, but, you know, he's, he's, he's a good dude. I, you know, how do you know? It's, it's, it's really weird. Uh, I guess you can ask somebody and they got to be honest. And that's, that's, by the way, not cool. If somebody does point blank ask you, are you gay or at least bisexual? Before we get married, I need to know. And they're not honest with you. That is not a cool thing. You should always be honest, I believe, about your stirrings. And your totally. preferences. Yeah. Totally. Do not go into a marriage under false pretenses, but it apparently is happening a lot. This is a uh, second email that we've gotten basically on this line in uh, just uh, the last two weeks. People were asking, too, what about that uh, bridesmaid that you heard from last week? I Hopefully, we'll get something from her in the next week. So I think she had that wedding coming up. Maybe it's maybe it was last weekend or maybe this coming weekend. I'm not sure. They all blend together. It does. It does all blend together. Oh, but she had said she would uh, let us know what she decided to do. I can't. I forget what year it is. <laughs> 2022. What is it? It's difficult. The After the Show podcast is going to be uh, coming up here. And the only thing I like about politics sometimes is the ridiculous theater of it. And It's a joke. There is a dynamic right now that is fascinating to me as um, – Former President Donald Trump is declared for the presidency, and here you've got our Florida governor that's kind of waiting in the wings that apparently at one point was, you know, his Robin to Batman. But now Trump realizes that this dude is a threat and a competitor, and he's throwing out some interesting accusations about Governor Ron DeSantis involving teenage girls. We'll get into that coming up in the After the Show podcast. I'll let you know what Donald Trump is claiming of DeSantis, but he's going in, baby. I can't wait to be non-political with that conversation. <laughs> oh, we can skip it, but it's it's entertaining. I won't do it. But no. I'm, no, I won't do it. No, I'm just, do it. There's Dude. so much I, slinging right now. Everybody's slinging at everybody. It's insane. Oh, it's, Lord, I think if, if, it's, if it's in your heart and your passion, you should do it. I'm just well, making jokes over here. I just, I just think it's amusing. Just uh, yeah. and this this may be just a taste of how nasty this thing's gonna get. 
So Yeah, man, talk yeah. about it. Okay. So we got that. We got your emails as well coming up here. Mail at kvjshow.com. Send them to us about 10 minutes away. We'll get into the after the show. Going to be live on Twitch and YouTube. Just look for the KVJ Show. All right. Bird, what you got for your thought for the day? There are two wolves fighting inside all of us. The first one is evil. The second one is good. Which wolf will win? Oh, oh, oh. The one you feed. That's right. So true. Yeah. The KVJ Show on 97.9 WRMF.